All right, you fuckers, we're on. It's live. It's my birthday. Ben's got a newborn son. I am the godfather. Uh, James just... Oh, you're just going to straight in with it. You're just going to... I'm just going in. Fuck it. Everybody's going to get all the good news all at once. James just won a fucking pro show. He's going to Olympia. Ian has already won a pro show, and he's on the way to the Olympia. This is... Uh, it's been a good month, a good week. Right? Yeah. Certainly has. Certainly has. I don't have and, any... Uh, I, don't, I don't really have any good news. I just... There's, one more. There's one more. There's one more. What? I just signed with a new supplement company, which I'm allowed to announce now. But that's not but good news. Never. That's that's bad news. <laughs> you didn't pay me oh, enough. No, no, no. It's good news. Good news. So tell tell everybody what's the contract. How's that? How's that working out? I don't know what the contract is. Let's hear the details. We want to know what you're getting paid. Just the contract. Put it up on the screen. <laughs> I'll put it up now. Yeah. Can we can we do like a screen share for it? All right. Can you um, actually? No, seriously. No, it's a, it's a brand. It's a brand new company. They don't. There's you can't buy anything from them right now, other than a pre workout, which isn't what we're doing um it's out al- it's alpha prime sports regimen um, can i and- can i just uh, before you go on ben can you just tell people because i've read some shit about redcon and all that can you tell everybody that you left amicably and everything was like yes because i saw some shit like aaron commented on the on the post about phoenix and he said congratulations brother da, da, da. and someone commented on there you don't mean that you uh, you just dropped ben I'm like, no, that really wasn't the case. Yeah. I I left. I had a I had an offer come in, and I requested to be released from my contract. Um, the offer, the reason I left, the main reason, and I've spoken to you about this. Um, I chatted to you, actually, I spoke to all three of you about this. Yeah. One of the big things that I'm involved with is product development, so I get to control what goes in. Um, so the last few weeks, we've been reformulating products, and it's we're going premium end and so you're basically uh, copying all the hostile products so you're saying it's exactly <laughs> what i'm doing i'm I, and then i'm I, i'm putting it about i'm doing exactly the same I, i'm doing exactly the same and then i'm adding we're doing two percent extra of every ingredient <laughs> it for two dollars cheaper this, uh, yeah right okay. yeah so we're going slightly above and then undercutting you and yeah, yeah. um Perfect. so we launch in uh, middle of November is when we're launching. So it's really exciting for me. Really? Like I say, we're all in this because we love it. And, and I, I, get to, I, I get to be a part of developing something that I want to take. And the use. fun side. And that, the fun side. That, yeah, yeah, I think that's a, that, that's a massive opportunity for me. So yeah. Redcon treated me incredibly well. And James can attest to that. They, they've always treated Luke and myself like insanely well. Um, it just was the right decision decision for me. Obviously, the the money side of things helped because I have a family to provide for, and and all things came together at the right time. Yeah. Uh, and it's just so yeah, I have a new a new fresh opportunity to create something new. And um, like I say, yeah, we oh, I, we discussed the hostile option, right? We we, yeah. we did entertain that idea, and yeah. um, I told yeah. you to go. I told you to go there because I can't listen. Without giving out details, they're paying you a good amount of money, and I can't afford to pay you what they're paying you. Right. So, like I so said, friends, I so so friends or no friends, I was like, you got to go. And yeah. it's not, you know what? It's not only that. It's not only the money. If you have a chance to be a formulator and make decisions, I mean, that's a good place to be in. I mean, it's yeah. I mean, you have some freedom over there, right? I have input. I have input, and they listen to me, and they're excited, and they want to basically they want to make made me happy and they want they value my opinion um which i'm not saying American didn't but i wasn't involved like james and i were just athletes well, we were involved in the 
in the yeah. inner workings, you know? Redcon, yeah. Redcon's a machine. It's a little different. It's a, it's a right. massive, massive corporation, whereas you're getting in on the ground up, so you're going to have more input, more say of how things kind of take off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it's, yeah. Good. Um, and then just before, but I'm going to it, But it's funny that you mentioned that as your good news for the week. No, because I'm, I'm, I'm about, because I was waiting. I was waiting. Hang on, hear me out. <laughs> I'm just going to hijack the whole show right now. I'm just taking over. I was waiting for my beautiful wife. Oh, okay. We're going to. She was. She was getting ready with the little bubba. TV debut here. So hi. This is, there we go. Oh yeah, bring it. Let's see. Pro, it up. Pro, proper introduction. Look at that. That's an off-season face oh, if I've ever seen one. <laughs> nice and puffy. Yeah. So it's a good-looking boy. It's a good-looking boy, man. Congratulations. Right. Yeah, congratulations. He says. Man. He says happy birthday to yeah. his grand his grandfather. His grandfather. <laughs> grandfather. <laughs> grandfather. Fuck you, mother. How old you are? <laughs> yeah, how, how, old are you, how old are you? Like fifty. Well, James said I was 62 in his story, so I've gotten a whole bunch of messages from people congratulating me on being 62. Yeah. So we'll just go with 62. Fuck it. Wow, you look great for 62. So yeah, what's, the, what's the, let's tell everybody the full name. I like the name. Oh, he's, sorry, I've got headphones in, so Denise can't hear you. Um, his full name is Phoenix Elijah Chow. Cool. Nice. Beautiful. Yeah. Very nice. When's he gonna I, 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 did, I did want Billy Bob, but I got told, <laughs> I, got, I, I got told no. Because it's too cliche, we're in Texas. And I was going to say, the Texas, you want to bring that out, yeah. When does he start his yeah. first cycle? Uh, on what day was Wednesday? Yesterday. <laughs> I mean, he already grew an inch, so. Yeah, he's got the good stuff. He's got the good stuff. He's got yeah. when his first cycle was. <laughs> Don't tell her that. She's like, I'm out of here. Fuck this. <laughs> All right. All right. Buddy. All right. Enough, of, enough of Ben. James, we, I just did a podcast with you. Yeah, we had a good catch up yesterday, didn't we? We had a good talk, but now we're on the Bodybuilding Bulk's crew is different. So tell everybody what's up, man. You just crushed everyone at the show and you're on your way to the Olympia. Yeah, literally just tried to do an Ian and managed <laughs> to kind of pull the same. So it's been good. Um, re good replication of the team. Well, the team's doing good. The team's doing strong. So I'm very, very happy. Um, Kind of still hasn't sunk in, if I'm honest. I'm just sitting here and um, just enjoying the feeling of uh, contentment in the results. So, mm -hmm. I'm just really chilled. Like this week's just like ah. So yeah, I don't know how I feel because this is a new, it's a new feeling for me. Obviously, Ian, you won Spain in 2018, um, so you've been kind of, I suppose, through the the feelings before. It's very, very new to me, and I'm kind of just sitting here and taking it all in and letting it happen as slow as it needs to because yeah. I don't want it to rush by. I'm just loving it. So, yeah, I just feel great. Just, I'm enjoying it, and I'm just watching everyone else now and just having fun catching up with everyone. Um, obviously, yesterday I sat down and watched your podcast with Jordan. Um, you know, things that I didn't want to watch when I was prepping, I'm yeah. now watching. So I'm catching up with what you've been doing during my prep. Yeah. So, yeah, all good. Everything's good, man. I can't complain. I'm feeling Can great. I ask you? Can I ask you, James, yeah. is there any yeah. element, and this is probably going to leave you completely vulnerable, and it, it might sound crazy to a lot of people listening, but yeah. is there an element of I'm on such a high, I don't want to come down from it, so maybe I should just wait till next year? Is that element, uh, is that element no, at all there? Of course, there's always going to be something that's present. And like I said to you yesterday, because of the situation with the UK and getting to America, there is still actually a chance that might have to happen. Yeah. So... You know, I'm just I'm just waiting a few days, and I've I've reached out to the IFBB, and I'm just seeing what's what. Yeah. 
Yeah. And whatever happens, I'm happy. Um, and I'll did, you guys, just... did you guys cover what we discussed, though, potentially? Yeah, 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 yeah. But I've, I've still been, yeah. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm kind of not too stressed either way. Because yeah. like I've said to you guys before, and I'm sure Ian actually feels the same with Patrick, the excitement for me with Patrick is knowing where I can get to. And I know that what we just did in six months is is pretty retarded. Like I think like I'm, I'm blown away with what we did. So I'm just very excited about the future. And if the future is, because things are getting strict here in the UK, COVID um, lockdowns happening more tomorrow from tomorrow, London goes into lockdown again. So there are, there's a very high chance that I won't be able to leave this fucking country. Um, and if that's the case, I'm not going to let it rule me and make me feel depressed because you know how I am. I'm just going to let it be what it is. And, I'll use the time productively in one way or another. So we'll see what happens. I've got a few days. Um, either way it goes, I'm still on a high because this achievement for me is something that's a lifetime achievement. So yeah. I'm not too, yeah. Ian, what's going on with you, man? You prep going well still? Everything's kind of yeah. on track? Yeah. You look nasty, mate. I see you doing those deadlifts on the fucking, um, the, yeah. uh, that, you look. I, mean, so I tried that thing out. It was good. I kind of like that thing. I don't know if you saw it through it, but. I did uh, see that. Is that the, the not, is it not hammer strength, is it? It's an arsenal piece, actually. That's right. Okay. Yeah. I did, I did see you. Did, was, were, how many plates were you doing on that thing? Sir? That was seven. Oh, that's you not look, a lot. It's not, just warming up. Crazy on that. I was yeah. looking, I was like, that's a good look. Yeah, no, that was good. So, but no, preps going well. To... I mean, we're just, uh, you know, I'm, I feel like I'm still improving really well. I think this is a, this is the time where I think I really thrive the most. Um, look at this, you fucking animal. I know, look at him. Look at the fucking arms and shoulders. <laughs> hey, that's that, that that's similar to the Arsenal piece of kit that I ordered for the house. I love yeah. it. Is that the is that the multiflex? I don't know what it's called. It's just this new oh. gym I was at. They had this. They have a bunch of Arsenal pieces there. This is like a little hidden oh. gem because I mean we're in the same spot as you, James, right now here in in Canada, like where Fuad and I are in Ontario. Uh, yeah. Going back into closures again. So gyms where I live in Ottawa and in the in Toronto area have closed again. I'm lucky uh, where I'm lucky where I'm at. I'm. I'm about uh, eight hours from Ian and four yeah. hours from Toronto. We're still open, but I don't know for how long, because usually we end up following suit eventually. Yeah. 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 So this is, so where I actually train is outside of Ottawa. I live in like a, a rural suburb outside of Ottawa. And this gym is, is in a rural uh, area outside of Ottawa. That's actually called Lanark County. So it's at, not actually closed. So this was a new gym I was just trying out. I already trained out in that area, but this was just a new one. They have tons of good arsenal pieces, elite FTS pieces. It's a really right. good gym. It's just like two guys with, you know younger guys that you know obviously love training and you know want to make a nice kind of facility and uh, you know they have some really really good pieces in there you know like the good arsenal you know vertical leg presses the pitch sharks all the good rows you know they got tons of nice stuff there some heavy dumbbells so uh, it's been a nice change of pace so yeah yesterday was had some deads in the program so threw it on the new machine there and you know tried it out but yeah i really liked it so it's good but, no prep's good yeah when you prep it seems like you're not prepping you're you're the one guy like yeah it doesn't seem like your off season seems the same as your prep. Like your demeanor doesn't change. Mm. I am actually in a way better demeanor during prep than the off season considerably. Well, why, why is that? Why are you able to be different than us that way? I'm not sure. I mean, it's, it's not always been this way. It's as, as I've got bigger, uh, the amount of food I need to eat, I never really feel like I'm like, until it's really, really close. I never feel like I'm in that really like kind of shitty down slump. Yeah. Um, and I just feel like my mental clarity is better. You know, when you're eating so much food, like for me, that's really, really taxing for me, you know? So my energy levels are shit and I'm sluggish. Like, you know, it's like I eat and sleep all day, you know, but it's just like, it's a very monotonous process where, you know, when the food's a little lower, I feel like my energy's way higher. 
I get more things done. Like I'm just way more productive. My mental clarity is better. So I, I honestly enjoy it a lot more. I think, I think everybody can relate to that part. I think all of us when we're dieting get more productive. Yeah. But, but I, I'm also, I like, don't. I'm not a foodie to begin with. So like, I'm not someone that like, when I feel a little bit of hunger, I'm like, Oh, I want food or, you know, it's just like, yeah. I, it's not really something that really crosses my mind too much. So Ben, um, you don't get, Ben, you don't get more productive when you're dieting. I don't, I'm not talking about the last four weeks. I'm talking about like from, from week 10 to like week four. No, week 10, week 10 I start slowing down. I start like hitting. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I'm usually, I'm usually really like my productivity. Like even, I don't know, some people probably know from this year when I prepped this, just this last time, I started putting out a shitload of videos and it was all in that time period from like eight weeks to four weeks. I, I just yeah. felt really, really good. Yeah. And I didn't start feeling shitty until, but, but I don't necessarily mean the physical productivity. I mean, more like your mental state. It doesn't, just doesn't seem to like. It's very strong. Yeah. Like me and me and James would be like, oh, I'm dieting. It sucks. Or we'd be up at four in the morning, not able to sleep. No. Yeah. I, I, I sleep better. Everything. Like, I mean, I sleep better. My sex drives better. Like I feel awesome during prep. Like even right um, up to even New York, like right up till, I mean, like a day out, like I was still like horny and full of energy. And, I don't remember what sex feels like. <laughs> i swear <laughs> melissa and i had sex the day before i got my t- like the day that i got started doing tanning so like thursday you know i thought you were gonna say we just had sex now i thought you're <laughs> not Glad. yet but later yeah Glad. it's like you know the pe- you know the feeling that your mouth has when you eat pizza yeah yeah like that sex oh okay i remember now i remember now okay <laughs> no dude i just listen i'm telling you because we talked about this on the last podcast the fucking anti-estrogens are the culprit of all the shit. Yeah. And I didn't realize it because, okay, in previous preps, I would always start a little bit of anti-estrogen at like 10 weeks. Mm-hmm. And then I'd ramp it up kind of really slowly until the end of the prep. And this time, I didn't put any anti-estrogens in until like right at, I think, five or six weeks. And a week after I started my anti-estrogens, Whoa. everything fucking went downhill. Yeah. My sex drive my energy, like my sleep got worse. Everything, everything got fucked up. Yeah, I feel like as soon as some Arimidex hits the fucking, yeah, man, you start to really lose the soul. I never had that like this bad this time. I mean, in terms of anti-estrogens, the most I ever went before any shows this year was 25 milligrams of aromacin. I didn't do any Letro or I didn't any Arimidex yeah. or anything. Aromacin yeah. seems to not hit the same, does it? It's, it's, no. It's not- the aromacin, I find, doesn't hit me quite the same. Like, the yeah. Arimidex and Letro, like, really puts me down. But the aromacin, like, I was dry, so we just kept it like that. And I felt yeah. yeah. good. I mean, I really had no issues. So, uh, yeah, I mean, from a mood perspective, this year has probably been, you know, one of the better ones. Um, I think I'm also in a good mindset since New York because I can feel that I'm improving every day. I'm enjoying training. Um, you know, I'm in a really good headspace as well. So I think, you know, even those small bits of like prep monotony, I kind of push past because I am really enjoying myself. Um, so yeah, no, overall, I feel great. Yeah. Could I, uh, I just want to touch on something real quick because people have been messaging me about it. They see me training and they're like, I thought you were sick. Why are you training? Hmm. And I'm not sick. Uh, how can I put this? To be, to be completely blunt, it's just my potassium levels were at a scary level because my kidneys weren't filtering my potassium. So I've changed my diet and I've changed my, obviously I'm going off all the gear, but that was the main, the main thing. And me and Ben had talked about it and and Ben knows this because Luke went through this. When your potassium level gets over seven, it's basically you're in heart attack zone. It's hyperkalemia. Yeah. It's, it's like you're at risk of a heart attack at kind of any moment is what was what I was, was told anyways. Yeah. 
And so instead of just ignoring it and keeping going, I was like, I better rectify this. So that was part of the problem. And then the other part of the problem was the kidney levels were dropping at an alarming rate. So I had to stop that. Now, doctors, the doctor I'm talking to hasn't told me to stop training. He's like, change your diet, get off the gear and start to let your body recover. I'm not training as often. I'm training every other day right now. So that's also giving my body a break. Yeah. Um, I have a question for you. Sorry to interrupt. For anyone that's listening here too, that might not be like super diligent with their blood work and isn't going to be, is there anything you noticed from like a physical standpoint that maybe be like key things that they could notice that you did feel or notice when your like kidney function, your potassium was a little funky? No, man. You know what's like, crazy? Were you like having like, you know, crazy nocturia, like pissing like crazy during the night or like so, so let me tell you what happened. This is all really fucked up how it all happened. So I've been, I'm having this pain in my lower left, low back, like my left side of my low back. Sure. And I'm like, I couldn't pinpoint what muscle it was. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck this is, right? And when I had a gallbladder issue a long time ago, it was kind of in my, behind my scapula and it was the same kind of pain. I'm like, is it my kidneys? Is that what that pain is? I'm like, cause I, I looked it up and I'm like, well, your lower back pain can sometimes be kidney. Yeah. So I'm like, what the fuck? Right. So I ignore, I asked my doctor for blood work sheet cause I had been getting them done regularly anyway. So I asked him for another one and he's like, okay, fine. I think it'd been like three or four weeks since the last one I had done. And I was sitting in my car one day at the gym and I had the sheet for like a week and I hadn't gotten, went and got it done. I was sitting in my car at the gym. I couldn't get out of my car. I was like, I was that fucking dead and depleted. I was sitting in my car, like going like this, like falling asleep, like before my morning cardio. And I'm like, get up, get out of the car and go do fucking cardio. And I would go to get up and I couldn't get up. I was just like, I was just literally like dead. Like I couldn't get up. Yeah. So I call my wife and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with me. I can't get out of my car, man. I just want to go and do my cardio. She's like, you don't sound very good. She's like, why don't we go get that blood work done and, and, you know, start over and see what happens tomorrow. So I go pick her up. I go get the blood work done. And it was all by chance. It wasn't like I wasn't feeling anything. I didn't have any like swelling or edema in my legs or anything. Yeah. And then the doctor calls me the next day. He's like, you got to go to the emergency room. He's like, your potassium level is dangerously high and your kidneys aren't, aren't filtering the potassium. So I went to the emergency room. They took more blood work and it had been lowered. Like it came down by itself. But I was at this point now, now I'm looking at my kidney numbers as well. And I'm like, okay, everything's fucking way out of whack. Yeah. So I talked to a couple other doctors and one was like, look, man, the hardest part of your prep is the next two weeks. Like you're going to have to be in a more depleted state. You're going to have to dehydrate for the show. And then you're going to, yeah. And, you're, and you might use a diuretic and you're going to have to rebound. Yeah. You're only, use a diuretic. Yeah. You're only putting more pressure on your yeah. kidney. Not worth it. So that was, so then I kind of decided it was just the final that I think that what it was, was the scare of the potassium like being so high yeah. and the kidney number being so low. I'm like, it's just, yeah. not, I'm not taking this fucking but, chance. I remember you, you called me about this. Like, right. And I remember we had the conversation. I said, well, cause you wanted to show up, right? Yeah. You didn't want to just fucking turn up and be a number. And I'm like, well, say you push, and do very well and qualify. Well, then what? Well, that was the you big definitely. Thing. You definitely can't do the Olympia because that's another 10, 11 weeks of it. Yeah, that was the biggest hurdle as well. Is I thought, okay, let's say for some miraculous reason I go, I do go and I win. I can't push my body for another 10 no. weeks. No. 
not safely. Like, that it wouldn't be smart for me to just keep pushing for 10 more weeks. And I'm like, well, if I'm not going to do the Olympia, what the fuck am I doing then? Mm. You know what I mean? And then I'm like, and, and if I'm not going to look my best, what am I doing? Just hobbling into another show. Like I hobbled yeah. into the 2017 Arnold. I don't want to hobble into this one. Yeah. So after putting all these things together, I was like, okay. So anyway, the whole reason I brought it up is just, if people see me training, I'm not dying. Like I can still train. I can still lift weights. I just, I have to get off the gear. I had to change my diet. I'm only eating like 30 grams of protein per meal at the moment. So like a lot of things have changed. I've reduced like no potassium food or very low potassium food, stuff like that. So anyway, I just want to kind of give people like a little bit of an update there so they don't, they're not confused as to what's going That's on. That's a good update. It's a good update. It makes sense. It totally makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so what's going on guys? We got the uh, Chicago, Pro, Chicago Pro tomorrow, the last qual- Olympia qualifier. Big lineup, big show, big show. Are we, are we, are we going to do a top six and get it fucking wrong again? We, we didn't get it. <laughs> no, wait a minute though. In our defense, the first one, the first. I was talking about New. Was it New York or Temple? We Cal- really Cal- California. We butchered. Oh, we did, butchered we did, that. Did, did we do anything wrong? We got the top four completely right with uh, James's show. Well, yeah, because yeah, yeah, Rami yeah. was out and everybody else was exactly where we, we played. James had. as second and then everything else yeah. down. So we were hundred percent right. Yeah, yeah, okay, I, that one, but we fucked. No, I was, too scared, I, was, I was too scared to watch your review, just in case you didn't have me in first. <laughs> oh, I like, yeah. I'm not going to watch it, I don't want to get jinxed. I was like, I'm not going to, not going to. We had you first, we had you, we actually had a debate about Rami, because we were, yeah. we had the whole 70%. Well, tell him the truth, tell him the truth. Ian, Ian, Rami, Ian yeah. said, Ian said if 40% Rami could be. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Don't twist oh, my fucking words here. I, I don't want James to hear me. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe uh, we'll watch that fucking episode. <laughs> um, no, no. We, it, it, we did well. We did well the last time. Um, let's, let's, take a look at, let's take a look at Chicago. I'm actually really excited for this show, man. It's a big line, man. Like, you know, months. can I say something? I, I think... Uh, I think the show's you know, here been good. I was just going to say, COVID has really fucked everything up, but when the shows Same. do go on, they get really, they're really exciting. They're like, deep, they're deep. Yeah. They've been awesome shows this year, yeah. All right. And I, like, I, I do kind of like the three. The we can just repeat again. Guys. This is okay. Okay, we'll just like, watch this. I get, a little sca- I get a little scared of that little poster. The back's going to disappear up your ass. Look. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, where's that going? Like, don't, don't fall backwards. You don't know me. Maybe I like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's good, man. Yeah, I could. That's fucking strong. All right, let's pull, we'll pull up the sheet here. All right, all right. So, okay. <laughs> let's start with uh, the big names. The biggest name right. in the lineup we have is probably Justin Rodriguez, I would say, is the favorite. Yeah, I would agree. So, where is Justin here? Is he even on the sheet? Yeah, yeah, number yeah, there yeah, is. Okay. Right there, right there. So Justin Rodriguez is. We have. Do we? Do, do we all agree he would be first? Is he a favorite? Oh, I don't I know. Think, I think so. Akim's in there. Yeah. Akim's in there. Yeah. Yeah. I think Justin's pushing for first. I think Akeem. Justin's the front runner. And if you if we pull up Justin's picture, I mean, he looks ridiculous. He's on. He's on. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm happy this version of Justin didn't show up in New York because I probably wouldn't have won the show. Well, Akim did. Um, Akim did. Indy. Who's that guy? Look at that. Oh, that That's a handsome man. That's a, that was a good picture, that one. Is it just me, or does your beard get higher up your cheek every single time I see you? <laughs> I've been letting Luke. Luke always wanted me to grow it up to like my eyeball, so I've just been letting it go. I swear, it's like I look at mine. I'm like, this is more mine is, and yours is all the way up here. Yeah, because I think it looks better. Because uh, it does look good. Yeah. 
Luke used to say to me, you well, know, the more of your face, the more of your face you're covering up, the better you look. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, those, uh, those medieval masks. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. He's like, you should grow it like that. And I'm like, all right. So I'm yeah, trying it up. Anyway, it does look good. You know, if my mind grows, you can see where mine goes to. This is where mine will go to. Let it go. That's where my stubble is. I'll let it go. Yeah. We'll see what it looks like. Let yeah. it go. All right. So this is Justin. Yeah, he's on the money. He's Did you say money. no, babe? <laughs> Melissa's in the back like, no. <laughs> that's, that's exceptional. Look. Can I, can I ask you guys something, though? And this is not a knock at all. Does this skin look a little thick to you? Uh, I mean, it's hard. This is a post-workout shot. You're all pumped up full of water. Yeah. But even, like, even this one, right? Like his skin. Like, looks... Go back. Go back. He posted. Go to his tag shots. It's not morning shots. There's different. Go to his tag shots. There's a <laughs> back shot. No, there's a back one that they put just yesterday or something nice. The reason, the reason I'm saying what I'm saying is because Nick's skin looks like fucking onion skin. Yes. Right? Like this skin looks thick compared to Nick's skin. I think it's because they're working I, uh, I think it's what Ian said. What's that? Which one? I think it's the post-workout look. It's, it's like yeah. there's a lot of there's fluid under the skin from training. There was a picture yeah. I saw. Where? Let me find it. Listen, I can't, uh, I can't agree with you guys. Or else the show would be really boring. So, okay. So, yeah, we, yeah. Have, so we have uh, Justin and then we have Nick. I want to go to Nick to Nick's because he's uh, – it's crazy fucking impressive right now, man. Okay, like, here, look at look at the skin texture in this though. Like, well, I can't see. Where is that? I just pulled that picture up. No, this is different. This is in in the gym. Go to AJ Sims page. Uh, okay. And this is October first. So this is fourteen days ago. He's this dry, man. Let's see what AJ's got. It's down there with the side oh, chest. Second, I didn't know the, second picture. Go to the second picture. Like that's dry, man. And yeah, that's, that's fourteen dry, days. I don't, I don't see the depth of striations. Oh, I agree with you there. But like when you're pumped up like to shit, the striations aren't the same. But yeah, yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree with you there. Yeah. I just because when I look at Nick, it's like the, the everything's so fucking deep. Like, yes. Like look at this. Look his skin looks like it's not there. Yeah. No, I agree. He's he's got the look like me or James with that like super thin, dry white guy skin for sure. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know, man. Like, I really feel like Nick's going to fucking shock some people. Oh, he will. He will. He will. And then, I mean, and then you have Akeem, too. I mean. I, I, that's what I was going to say. Akeem. The thing with Akeem, though, is, like, when you have guys like Justin and Nick that are going to be so dry, when Akeem's not, like, always super dry in the upper back, it's going to be a detriment to him, I think, in this lineup. If his back is at all even remotely close to his front like this. Yeah. But it he's never gonna, is. But if 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 so, yes, he's gonna win. Well, he 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 placed higher than Luke in Indy last year, and he, yeah. And the night before the show, we went to the athlete meeting, and he was water. You could, he was like yeah, waterlogged. Yeah. And next the next day, fuck, he walked out, and we, I, Luke and I both said, "What what the fuck did he do?" Him well, and Kuklo, we want to know what they did overnight because they dried out like an well, incredible amount. What's his name? Akeem works with Oscar, and I think Oscar still does things like the old school way. Yeah, or where he like overloads you like hard, and then he cuts you. With yeah, the I mean, uh, I came at the athlete meeting. Looked like he was ten weeks yeah. out. Yeah, they yeah. cut hard the night before. They cut hard the night before. And then yeah. he pulled a ton of water off, and his his leg from the side was on stage was just like fucking bone dry. Him so, Kim so full and round that when you pulled the water out of him, even if he was to lose a little bit of intracellular, yeah, he's, he's got really, he's, he's got, got it to spare. 
Yeah, he's got it. Yeah. He's got that luxury to get away with it. And, and okay, push a bit can't do that. Can't okay, do well that. let's let's narrow this. Let's narrow it down for a second. Are we saying this is the top three? Like Nick, I think that's top three. I think that's top three right now. Nick, Charles too. I got Max yeah. Charles here. Yeah, I think Max is not quite big enough to hang with those three. I yeah. think I think the same. I thing. agree with. I can agree with you there. I think Max yeah. is going to end up in fourth out of these out of these guys. Yeah, I think they're going to have freaks, three freaks. Okay, so wait a minute. Let, let's go back to this. So we got Eddie, Max. Uh, I don't know who these guys are. Phil Klahar is going to look good, but probably not good enough, like shape wise. Johnny O, uh, Stephen Fraser, Johnny Jackson might be a little light in the legs. Uh, this guy's new, Kyle Curvey. I don't think he's going to be big enough. On's good. On's, good. On's my fucking favorite. Okay, player. let me. Ask, okay, okay. Never hard enough. He's never hard enough. Wait a minute. Let me ask you guys that. Does on does on beat Max? No. Yeah. No. Yes, on, but I'm saying on didn't, my, beat Max and, on didn't beat Max and Cali, and I think Max will be the same. And I I don't think it'll be a big a big. I think Max will be too sharp for on. I Max agree. is going to need the second call out. No, I think they'll do a six or seven man first call out and he'll be at the outside. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So from four, I think, yeah, I think Max is going to be the fourth guy, basically. So yeah, I think I, on, put, on, will be, on will be center of first call out. Well, let's just forget that. Let's just, let's just answer that question. Can on beat Max? No. Yes, no. I, I'm going against you. I'm going against the grain, yes. Because I, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I just love on shape. And I've, I can't wait, let wait, it go. Sir, let me answer that question. Can he beat Max? Yes. No. Yes. Max, in my opinion. Well, yeah. Will I, he? Will he? Be I, I agree with Ian. I agree with Ian. He can, and if he was dry, he would. But he won't be. Sorry, he won't. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. We're okay. 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 Stop. We have to. We have to. <laughs> breathe, we're, not, breathe. we're not playing the hypotheticals. <laughs> will on beat Max at this show? No. 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 Okay. So yes. we, so right now we have on the general consensus because it's three to one. We're going to say on is in fifth. Yeah. Yes. Okay, have, but, uh, if I, but if I'm placed above Max, I look like a fucking genius. <laughs> well, wait a minute though. I I actually uh, also agree with you guys. Like, if he's if he's yeah. dead on in shape, he can beat Max. Yeah. But I just don't. It's I've yet to see it yet from him. Yeah, he's prettier. He's more complete, but yeah. his condition's not quite there. Uh, Eric yeah. Ramirez. I'm not sure. Oh, no, who's no. Eric Ramirez? Yeah, you would know who he is if you saw him, but he's not he's not a contender, no. Justin, Justin Joe Seaman. We didn't call okay, there's one. Is Joe Seaman in the top five? Uh, he could be. Yeah, round maybe he could be fifth. He could be, well, yeah. I, I, so, I reckon he could place higher than Max. Wait a minute. So yeah. are we saying is he is he let's go with on win first. Is he better than on win? He didn't uh, beat, he can beat on. I think he can beat on, yes. Yeah, I agree. James just say, you're saying he can beat on? Yes. Ian, you're saying he can beat on? Yeah. Ben? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I would agree with that. I, but the Asian, the Asian in me is loyal to on. Going on here. That's what this is. I'm just loyal to on because he's Asian. I'm like, oh, I can't, I can't badmouth him. He's my boy. You know, you know what shocks me about Joe is I remember going on about him in Cal before the California, and I feel like, is it his shape that they don't like because he was in condition and he's got a ton of muscle? Yes. Yeah, I shape. think it might just be he's a little bit. His structure's a bit wide. Okay, so what in the front shots, yeah. So then what I'm asking you guys is 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 on gonna be in good enough shape condition wise that his structure will beat Joe Siemens. On structures like fucking No no, no I know, but yeah. but it's gonna be it's gonna be this. It's gonna be Joe Siemens gonna be way more shredded. Yeah, how on, I see it how on's I see gonna it. be in better shape, like condition wise. Uh sorry, structure wise. How I see is when you look at the rest of the guys in that top group, when you look at guys like yeah, Justin. Yeah. 
You have Akeem, you have Max, you have these guys that are big and they're hard and they're not necessarily like the prettiest shape. I think Joe fits in that group better than Odd does. That's a yeah, good point. I agree. I agree. That's a good point. Yeah. Okay, so we're putting Joe in fifth, on in sixth. Mohammed Shaban looks really, really good, though. I thought you. <laughs> are, you are you being serious? Yeah. Have you seen his recent pictures? He looks awesome. No, I haven't. Let me. Yeah, see. I don't know who he is. I don't know who he is. He's that guy I mean, that won that show a long time ago that, that shouldn't have won. Yeah. If you're gonna if you're gonna do a preview show, maybe. Oh yeah, no, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, he what, what did you say, Ben? If you're gonna do a preview show, maybe you should do your fucking research. And, uh, hey. <laughs> This isn't a fucking news channel. You want to no, see? No, that's him? not him. That's not him. Uh, go want, to. Uh, if you want a news channel, go to fucking Nick's Power and Nick's Strength and Power. This is me fucking around. You want to watch? S H A A two A's. Yeah, there. If you want to watch me fuck around, then you can stay at this. Does look good. He's. I saw a picture of him today. Actually, he's right. so complete. There's nothing wrong with his physique right now. He's like he's very complete. Yeah, that's nice. I don't like, think he's gonna be big enough though. Yeah, I was gonna say it's, it's nice, but it's not. It's nice, but it's not like. Impress, like impressive. That makes sense. I don't think he beats Joe Seaman. Ah, uh, yeah, that's close. The thing with him is he's like one of those kind of guys that he's just has absolutely no weaknesses, really. So if someone's a little off, he sneaks up. You know, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I could see. And that. that's what happened. I think that year in Portugal is like you know where I wasn't at a hundred percent. Maybe Lucas wasn't, so he kind of was like, "Ooh, here, I'll sneak in." You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's good. He's certainly very good. Oh, he's beating you, Ian. Yeah, he won Portugal yeah. here. Okay. There was one year he won a show and nobody could figure out how he won. Yeah, see, like this shot, he looks really nice and dry here. This is a different one. Yeah. I got it right here. That's not quite the same one. This one's a little later. This yeah, is a new, quite a new one. That Ian, yeah, I've seen that one, Ian. It's, on, in his tag, it's in his tag photos. Oh, there's yeah. it on stage. Yeah, yeah. it's good on stage. That's Spain. I won that show. That's yeah. in Spain. Yeah. Yeah, he did Spain with us, James. Did he do Spain? Yeah, he was like fifth. Okay. Okay. So where do we have him? Do we have him ahead of Joe or or behind Joe? Behind Joe at the minute, I think. Behind, I, behind think I think behind Joe for now, yeah. A ahead of Onwin or behind Jahan Onwin? Ahead of uh, ahead of Onwin. So we have one behind Joe. So we have Mo in sixth then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, then we have Sean Smith. Sean Smith? Sean Smith is a dark He's looking horse. dry. Looking dry. He's yeah, oh. and he got a freaky back on him. A lot of people have been messaging me about him. And how I don't know. Like, I'll catch slack to this or something. Maybe Sean will hate me. But the thing with Sean is Sean is the ultimate gym bodybuilder. You know? Yeah. Like, Sean in pictures, you're like, this guy is the freakiest motherfucker in the world. But on stage, it never quite looks as the same as it does on, in pictures. And I'm not like, things. it doesn't look less impressive in person. Just when he poses and on stage, when you put him in a lineup, it doesn't quite, like, pop out the same, you know? Is there any poses? Is there any, any shots of him posing? Or is it all just in a tank top? Or sleeveless. Well, I mean, there's one with a shirt off there below that, but I mean, it's impressive, but it's hard to gauge what this is going to look like under the lights. Yeah. So I mean, he did well, Tampa he did... last year. You could probably yeah. find pictures of Tampa last year. Yeah, I was going to say he was backstage with you guys, and well, like on stage, on stage, he kind of gets he just doesn't really. How many weeks out is this? Where when was it taken? Five weeks Four, ago, so five. he would have been six weeks out. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's going to be tough. I need to see him on stage next to people. I can't really tell if he's short or tall. Like, it looks weird. Like He's, he's like pretty short. Feet. He's pretty short. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's got a fuckload of muscle, right? But that doesn't always, yeah. it doesn't always translate. It's true. Yeah. But, like, yeah, go to his tagged photos. And then go uh, third row down left side. Yeah. There's right. Ian, 
Ian loves the tagged photos, doesn't he? Christ. <laughs> yeah, I I see some weaknesses like there, but that's not a good look though. I think he's better than that now. I, I agree he'll be better than that, but that's just a re- showing kind of what he is on stage versus in the gym. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's play this game. Assuming he looks like this or a little bit better, where's he where's he land? Not in the top six. I don't think eight, so either. Ninth, I eight, put him ninth. eight to tenth, yeah. He's gotta be a lot better than this, I think, to crack the top six. I agree. Yeah. 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 Okay. Because the thing yeah. is, he's not going to be more muscular than some of these guys in the top group, and he's also not as nice shaped or as peeled. So it's like, yeah. it's where where do you see that he has something that other guys don't? I don't really see anything that puts him ahead of some of those guys. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's definitely got a different shape to his muscle. I don't. Yeah, he's got a freakiness to him for sure. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, like day to day, would I love to look like that for sure? But on stage, it's not quite the same. You know. Huh. Well, a lot of people are talking about him. I mean, yeah, I mean, deservedly, he looks crazy. Yeah. Okay. So he's, he's strong as an ox, too. Oh, mm-hmm. very, very. Yeah. Let's see. Here's some. Here's a video of him squatting five plates. Six plates. No, it's five. Is that six? Yeah, it's six. Five, I think. five eighty-five. Yeah. Six plates. Okay. Yeah, that's a good squat. He pumps those out, yeah. What do you think, Ben? Is that a good squat? His knees are wrapped, doesn't count. Come on. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? I wrap he's my still, fucking knees. You can see he's collapsing. Yeah, I know. Look at his ankle roll. Like when he comes down, he's going into his mid into his inside foot pretty hard. But I mean it's a decent squat for the weight. That's so nitpicky. Come on. I mean shit. I mean it's it's cute. Let me wrong, but <laughs> his, knees, his knees his knees will feel that. That's what <laughs> It's cute. It's but cute. shit, I, I, that's strong, yeah. Oh, you, okay, James, can you please – is that a good squat or not? It's not my squat, but it's all right. J- James, <laughs> buried, James buried seven plates like four weeks well, out. I didn't say – wait a minute. I didn't say it was heavy. I didn't say it was heavy. It's heavy. It's 600 pounds. I didn't, say, I didn't say it was heavier than what James could squat. I just said, is it – I, I didn't say it was bad. I said it was cute. I, if, you're putting, if you're putting six plates on your back, you're not a joke. Yeah. yeah, right? That's what I'm so saying. I'm, you know what I mean? I'm just mess, I'm, I'm messing around. Look, right now, I couldn't hang with that, right? So I'm not going to start sitting here. Let me ask you guys this, totally, totally off topic. Do you think it's a big mistake for me to do JP's training? Because I think I already tweaked my chest doing it. <laughs> oh, hang on. I will quote you from last week. I know what you're going to say. <laughs> so... You don't care. You said I've had every. I, I well, you know what? Ian, I, I watched this guy squat this set three hundred times. Can you close this? Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So uh, <laughs> yeah, put, put Ian's deadlift back on. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, no, he's pressing there. What's he pressing? Go up, 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 and left. Up, left. Up one more. Up one more. No, hang on. You got you and James are the strongest pressers ever, and you're five, five plates on a high incline. Five like, five plates on inclines, impressive. I don't give a fuck who you are. No, it's on a it's on, no, it's on a Smith. Oh, and Ian, does, Ian does this on a. That's a oh, half. That's, that's a half rep. Yeah. That's a half Ian's, rep. Ian's, Ian's incline. That's unfair. Ian's just bullying now because Ian's incline barbell press is insane. Yeah. Ian, stop bullying. Every, stop bullying everybody. <laughs> this is a one arm. Look at one arm anvil row. Here we go. Look, that's that's pretty good. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. That's fucking that's, impressive. That's like what five plates, six plates. Yeah, six plates. That hurt. That hurt me. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody. Like you like my point here is like. Everything's going to be so so nice. You're growing. Something's got to grow off that, right? Okay. So wait, can we go back, please? Because I need some help here. So is 
JP's JP's situation not a good idea for me. Ben, what do you think? I think I love. By the way, I did a I did it a few times before I actually tweaked my and I just tweaked it. I didn't like do anything serious. But what did you tweak it doing? Uh, this is the thing. I started with incline bench because I know I know JP said he does the same exercises every week. Yeah. Un until he can't get any stronger at them, right? So yeah, like, but he also but he also looks for progression in execution as well, right? No, not no, I know. No, I know. Not just absolute load. Because they, I've had – so since your podcast with him, I've had a bunch of questions asking me what's my opinion on JP's training. Mm. And there is this misconception that he's all about weight. No, no, no. I, but can I say something before you go on? In the podcast, people aren't listening because in the podcast – That's what I mean. They're not listening. No, he made perfectly clear that his form and execution was identical every single time. I know, but what I'm saying is – and I, I know he said that. What I'm yeah. saying is people – are hearing it but they're not listening to it because yeah. they're still obsessed with the i have to just get as strong as possible yeah yeah and they're like so i had a, i had a because i've had a couple of questions relating to the podcast and, and jordan's opinion yeah. and people are missing that he looks for progression in in multiple different ways yeah yeah, yeah. right yeah. it's not just load yeah. So, yeah so when i was doing it listen i'm not i'm not worried about getting super super strong because i'm only going to do like six or eight rep maxes i'm not going to do doubles and singles and shit so the thing is, I, I don't think I warmed up enough. I only had about three or four sets before I started to get a little heavier. And then I, I tweaked my chest on an incline press. But my point is, is it something that you think is better or worse for somebody that has maybe is older or prone to injury? Because I, I feel like there's two schools of thought to it, right? Like one is, is like less wear and tear during the workout. But the, the negative part is you're also trying to go heavier every week. It's the risk-reward, right? The, there's a higher risk, but there's a higher reward. It it's, it's a tough one. Because even for me, I, went, I was doing Jordan's training, wasn't I? Because he coached me. Yeah. And I loved it. But I feel like for me, personally, just that little bit more volume, not quite as much as Guy, because he's nuts. Yeah, yeah, Guy was crazy. Yeah. But, but like down the middle somewhere seems yeah. to just be about right for me. I think I... I think I was down the middle before I talked to JP, but I actually I like, like, a, I like I, a modified DC. I'm like a modified JP because like a JP's yeah. feeder sets are like two or three or four reps max. And yeah. my, we my, do that. We, I, Ian, we do that, don't we? We, yeah. we same thing. Just a little bit more in the, the total workload over the session would probably be a little bit more voluminous. Yeah. 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 But I did it his way one one leg workout, and it was fucking awesome. And I actually was stronger on all my lifts. Oh, certainly, certainly. But then all I'm the, like, but then all I'm the like, big sets of squats I've done before. I've well, that setup where you don't burn out yeah. prior to the big set. It, it's all about priming. It's all yeah. about priming for yeah. that big set, and, and that's all Luke and I used to. Luke and I trained a very similar way. We we did a little modified. I think the mm. way Luke and I trained, or James, you'll attest to this because yeah, I did a bit of it as well. Yeah. Yeah, when the, that, those, what, six months you guys trained together, it was very similar to what I was doing with him. And it's somewhere in between, right? It's not – because yeah. you have maybe two, three lifts that you prioritize, but then you're still doing the conventional bodybuilding stuff towards the latter end of the session. Yeah. yeah. I, I like that balance think, between the two. Could I ask you guys if you think this would make sense? What if, cool. you, did, what if you did a traditional bodybuilding pyramid for, like, your first exercise – then kind of did JP's shit for like the middle two exercises and then finished with a traditional bodybuilding pyramid. That's what we did. That's yeah. what you're saying, right? Yeah. So yeah, we, we do. That's why like our, our first exercise, say for a chest is a cable fly. 
and, you, and we do like more three volume. Or sets, three, three or four sets of four, 12 to 15 to get yeah. some blood in them. Move it around. Then we go yeah. from that into an incline barbell and a yeah, dumbbell. Yeah. See, right. I, would do, I would do the same thing, but I would probably start with a machine press next time because I feel like the machine right. press gets me going. But your, your, fo- your, focus, your focus on that first one is about contraction and blood flow. Like you're volume, trying to yeah. and, and, and you're, you're putting it and warming up the joints. And yes, yeah, so you're not going straight in hell for leather off the bat. I think that could work for me because I think the reason I, I tweaked my chest is because I went right to the incline bench mm. and I tried, to get, I tried to go, you know, it was like three or four sets and I was already up at three plates and it's not, I need to yeah. warm up more, you know? No, our first like heavy compounds about 30 and 40 minutes in, you know? Yeah, I think that's a good idea. I think I'm going to do a a fusion where it's like the first exercise is volume, then like a JP style for the middle two. Yeah, like if you have have five exercises, the first one is like that pumped one. The last two are conventional bodybuilding and those second and third movements are your big, they're your bread and butter movements, right? Okay, makes sense. Okay, thank you. All right, so going back to the... Going back to the show. So, okay. So, we, here's the list we have so far. We have do – we, do we all agree Justin's going to win? I, I, I think so. I think yeah, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to go against you he's guys. Re- he's ready for a victory. Oh, go he's ready for a victory. Oh, you're going Nick, aren't you? You're going Nick. I'm going to go Keem. I, I think it's between Akeem and Justin. I would agree there. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Akeem has figured out his conditioning and he's going to win this show. Yeah, okay. I can see. I, I go – Because I look at this and I'm like – that's fucking dry, man. Like so, so, so you're saying top three would be a Kim, Justin, Nick. That I don't, I don't even know. Because <laughs> Nick, Nick is fucking impressing me too, man. I don't know. I might have. Imagine Justin. if Nick. Imagine if Nick won. That's insane. I don't. This is a thing. I definitely don't think. Listen, I think Nick is incredible, but I don't think he can beat Akeem if Akeem is in condition. Well, Nick's because Nick's, they're they're both Nick's extremely strength, muscular. Well, yeah, Nick's strength is his yeah. density, and Akim has dense. Like more fucking... of it. Yeah, yeah. What do you guys think, James? Do you think James? Do you think Nick can beat Akim if Akim is in shape from front to back? Yeah, if he's not in shape, because Nick's hard from front and back. Nick, no, but Nick's I mean, not... but I mean, looking at this photo, if you you think if Akim is as hard on the back, well, if it's, yeah, if Akim from the if Akim is as good as he was at the Arnold, then he's winning the show. Yeah. Okay. Because I, I Akim really impressed me at the Arnold. Do you think? Do you think uh, in that case, if they pick Akeem to win, would it only make sense that they pick Nick in second, or would they still go back to Justin? I still think Justin. Just you know, well, actually, no, I, it doesn't really matter. I think either because they're both fucking great, and I think none of them are small. Um, I don't think there's a trend there. I think all three of them could be considered big. You know, I think Justin looks bigger on stage than he does off stage. Whereas I think Nick looks bigger off stage. If you haven't seen Justin in person, when I saw him at Chicago and or at New York, I'm going to test this. He was significantly bigger than I had seen him. And I've competed against him a number of times. Right. But what I mean is more, I mean more like, I mean like pictures like on Instagram. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes. I I, I think he translates much. He projects more on stage than his pictures do. Whereas I think Nick, Nick might be slightly the other way around. I think his pictures, he's still a big dude, don't be wrong, but I think his Instagram pictures look really freaky. And on stage, he looks great, but I, I'm not sure. Let me ask you this question, Fuad. Aside from just that little bit of extra thin skin gnarliness, what do you think Nick beats Justin on? Um, I think overall muscularity. Yeah. <laughs> That's a stupid pitch. I think overall muscularity and conditioning. I think the only thing Justin beats Nick on 
is his shape if he can if his stomach is if his stomach is not in control like it was in New York like if he's not having a hard time controlling it Nick will beat him you know what that's why this show that's why this show is a fantastic show because literally if any of them if any of them are off by five percent it can be anyone's yeah. Look, look, look at this. Look at this picture here. Do you think this that is better? You think this is better or worse than Justin? It's it's on par. It's on par. They're on par. Yeah, my, yeah I think that's on par. But this is, I think, then from the backer side or in a front lat or front double, I think that Justin is much better. Justin's front double is very nice. It, when he wastes it out, when it, he, I don't know, guys. I honestly think Nick is going to shock some fucking. Did um, is it it I think shock is the wrong word because I think we all think Nick is insane. I mean, to be in the talks in this. No, talk- no, no. But I mean, but when I say shock, I mean like Justin is a, a seasoned vet. Well, I wouldn't say a seasoned vet, but he's been around for a while. Yeah, yeah. And it's it is a shock to see a guy just get his pro card six six weeks ago and then come in and beat somebody who's been around for a while. For sure. You've not had that since Heath, really. Yeah, so so what I'm saying is I think I think Nick is gonna But I think I think Justin's back double does a number on that one. I don't know, man. I I do. I do like Nick's arms on the back, they're super nice. Well, uh, Ian, I'll agree with you in the back itself. Yeah. But if you're looking at the overall picture of the back, I don't know because Nick's got crazy glute ham and, arm, the arms. and the arms and the shoulders. It's like, yeah, he's lacking in the lat though. I'm not sure. Yeah. His lats aren't as thick and dense as, uh, as Justin's, but the overall picture is like, yeah, it's fucking, I don't know, man. It's like, it's really, it's hard. But to- also we haven't seen Nick stand next to a top elite pro this on is, stage. This is the part that scares me here. Look, look, I really like Nick and I love Matt and I love all these guys. Maybe I'll catch flack for this. What I see Nick as is a slightly better version of Joe Seaman. Yeah. I don't think, I think he's different. I don't no, think they've got similar structure. I think it's, I, I can imagine. Which is going to be the limiting factor. Tons of muscle, great conditioning. That's right. The guy that their focus is going to be conditioning and, but like that side chest, even for a muscular guy, is not an insane side chest to me. Most muscular is crazy. I'll give him that for sure. Um, you know, he's got some good shots, but his front lat is weak. His, you know, his front double is not insane. His side chest and stuff are good. His back double is not bad. Um, that's, but that's, I mean, that's, that's not not bad, dude. That's, I, the, the problem that's, is a, I really, that's a really impressive back double. I mean, it's better is, than mine. I'm not, I'm not arguing that that. It's better to back double than mine, for sure. I'm just saying when we're comparing it to Justin's or yes. uh, Max, and, you know, Akeem, these kind of guys, it's, it's a different yeah. story, right? I, I think and, when you stand him, we've got to see. Yeah, I think you've got to stand him next to these guys to, because we haven't seen Nick ever. He's only done amateur shows. He's only ever stood but next that's to the, But that's the fun of the show. We get to pretend that we know what's yeah. going to happen. See, like that side <laughs> try looks great. Look at that. Yeah, that looks crazy. Look at the side of his leg. It's look nuts. at this fucking kid. He's but look at his chest is still very flat. I mean, there's you know the midsection is not insane compared to some guys. I mean, it's there is still flaws there that I think some other guys will expose. You know. Okay, so after looking at all these photos, and, and after, I'm just trying to make this interesting. I'm not being. Wait, no, no, no. I know, I know, Ian. I know. Wait, That's the whole after, point of the show. After all of that, though, I still have him in the top three. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, but we're we're trying to we're trying to decide if he can beat Justin. I don't think he can. I think Justin will edge him. I like. You know, what's gonna show, you know what's going to really show? What's going to show this weekend is who's been practicing the presentation. Yeah, yeah. And that was something. That was something with this show I just done. I've been about posing since like twelve weeks out, and there's guys there 
that genetically are better than me and I don't think we're as, as practiced on their posing. Yeah. Maybe, I'm, maybe I'm stuck on the story. Maybe the story is like very inspiring to me. That's all. I think it is maybe, I'm, maybe I'm feeling a little emotional. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I told you, we had this discussion. Your estrogen's a little... <laughs> I just think it would be... You know, you know what, man? It'd be really cool in bodybuilding. I, mean, I, would, I would love to see Nick win. I mean, if Nick could win, that would be an awesome story. I'd love to have him at the Olympia. I mean, there's, there's no doubt that that would be a crazy storyline. You know, can, but... can, I, can I just say something? Isn't it weird how many how many Caucasian bodybuilders are doing well this year? Yeah, right. <laughs> all of a sudden, all, all the fucking white. It's because it's because none not. of the middle none of the Middle Easterns can get over to the shows though. They're all fucking stuck <laughs> currency. All the shows are in America or in Europe. The other day. I was well, thinking Hunter. Was, sorry, go ahead. I, so I was just thinking that like, the last few shows who qualified is Hunter, Ian, um, Antoine, and me. Yeah, like it's how un un that's so un it's not normal. How no. hang on a sec. How racist of you, James. I didn't even How think racist of that. Speak of white guys, does anyone know what the deal with Cucklo is right now? He's not competing this year, right? Oh, my God. I'm glad you brought that up, Ian. So me and, me and Ben had – I don't know I don't know if he's, he's qualified. He's already qualified, I think. No, he's not. Okay, no, he done he's on the, is he on the list? I, I thought he was on the he's list. Not, not on points. He was on points, but he's pushed way down now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Okay, so, so regardless of that, just for fun. Oh, well, I'll, bet, I'll bet he's off then. Yeah, I know we had a we had a we had a, I had a bet with these two guys yesterday because they both think Hunter can beat Kuklo, and I no. don't think Hunter can beat Kuklo. No. So, but we said you can beat Hunter and Kuklo. But still, don't bring, okay. Can we just do one at a time? Why you got to bring Ian into it? Because well, I want to get the everyone. Let's talk about me. <laughs> you see his deadlift. Do you see his deadlift? Tell me more. Pull my wait, deadlift. Wait, again. pull that. Let's pull the deadlift here. Let's see. Show off my shoulder on my deadlift. Do we not see it? We, we didn't I see where the conversation. I think I see where Ward's taking this conversation now. Where am I taking it? He's just shit staring. Fletcher's turning this literally into an entertainment show. He doesn't give a shit. What is that about? It's not about facts. He didn't watch this yet, right? Okay, here, let's watch this. We didn't see this yet, right? <laughs> All right. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Just I mean, play on a that, loop. That beats Steve Cuckle right there. Okay. Okay. We ser- okay. Seriously. Though. <laughs> so we have two, two for two then. So two of you guys. So Ben and James think Hunter can beat Kuklo, and me and Ian think Kuklo can. Well, he will now. Hunter is going to place higher at the Olympia. Well, Hunter will place higher at the Olympia. Yeah. You guys don't win by default. I'm not giving you no fucking money. <laughs> by the way, talking about Olympia and what Ian said about Nick, we've got him going to the Olympia in the top three. Why? Top three don't qualify really. at this show. Oh, they don't? No. Just oh, I, sorry. All right. My mistake. Hey, wait, I thought so this Fuad, you don't think, you think that, uh, that Kuklo beats Hunter? Uh, Hunter. Yeah. At this Dave, point. You're the tie break. Who wins? Kuklo or Hunter? She says Kuklo. Yeah. I think at this point. That was a bit I think, quick. I think that was just you said. <laughs> <laughs> I think at some point. Wait, wait, wait. Let me ask Phoenix. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think at some point Hunter will be better. I just think I think for now I think Kuklo is still better than Hunter. I don't think Hunter's ready yet he's, to be. He's them. harder. He's harder. Okay. Comes yeah. in right. Right. Is, like until Dude. you see Kuklo in person, Kuklo in person is really fucking big. Look, man. look at the size of this cup, though. Seriously, look at this. He's flushing those kidneys out. <laughs> Cranberry juice. Right. Cranberry yeah. juice right there. Ian, here's a question: Who wins or who places higher? Wins? Who places higher? James or Hunter? I, I think, think I think I think James. I, I mean, think no. I, I think, think me. I think, I think me. the James. The James I saw in fucking at the Europa. 
James for sure. Look, if I if I'll be one hundred percent honest, I think the James that showed up at, at Europa would have beat the Hunter that showed up at Tampa. Mm. Um, but I think both will be better for the Olympia, so it's hard to say. But I think James is on more of a progressive track than Hunter. So if you put them in even now, I think that James will be will be better by the Olympia. Yes. So Fuad, yes, sir. Who, who places higher, Ian or James? Oh, oh. <laughs> the Ian, honestly, man. It would be. I have to see him next to each other, but the James I saw in Spain is like pretty yeah. fucking crazy. Yeah, I think a lot. I think it's just a line. I haven't seen high res pictures actually. I've been so busy. I, I haven't seen the stage. I only saw what Yannicka sent me, which was from the screen, like a screen grab. My opinion is very biased though, because Branch Warren is one of my favorite bodybuilders to ever get on stage. Like my you just like my branch I'm, I'm sorry. Like I think James. I think James. <laughs> that, that was that was what I said to like yeah. a week or two ago. Right? Yeah, said James like resembles Branch Warren a lot. Yeah, I see that. Except he has even a better. James, bring back the goatee. It's like better. Yeah. It's like a better yeah. version of Branch, I think. I think. Right. Branch was pretty I, fucking epic. Come on, come on, guys. Let's be real. No, 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 no. I'm saying, I'm saying when you fulfill your potential, I think you can be Branch-esque, but better. I agree. You already right. have that similar look, that green. And, and that, uh, you're, you're Branch, but you're not five foot six and limited by height and structure. Yeah. 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 And, and, uh, that's what but, I meant. When I messaged you and said you're a bigger version of Branch, that's what I meant. Like you, you're like a scaled up version, like that. That look, the density. Can I, the can I just say something? I do see Branch in person, like in clothes. He's not a very big, crazy, no. imposing guy. No. When no. I see him in clothes, like even when he was in contest shape, I'm like, this is a small dude. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Can I say something just so there's no just just to clarify? I've always thought Ian was going to be the best Canadian bodybuilder and going to be at the top. I told you this, Ian, and it was going to be at the top of the Olympia at the, of the Olympian numbers at some point. The thing with Ian for me, and I'm going to talk about you like you're not here, but the thing with Ian for me is I always need to see his physique next to somebody. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like, it's an awesome physique, but it's hard to judge because it doesn't look Ian like. Ian has a different look. Ian has a very different look. Uh, it's not a traditional look. It looks different. No. So I feel like I have to see it next to the other people. Like when I saw you next to everybody in New York, I'm like, okay, Ian's got it. Yeah. But if we have, if, but if we were doing the, the breakdown beforehand i don't know if i i wouldn't be as sure does that make sense yeah, your physique shines your physique shine when you're with people yeah because it's more complete overall like it you know what i'm saying well, i think and i think the structure my my width and size shows more when i'm standing yeah. Up. Yeah, definitely. I just like when you turn to the, when you turn to the side that's when yeah. i'm like you broke people out of I mean, like there was one picture i had i wish i still had it but i don't think i do well, you guys keep talking. I'll try and find it. Um, yeah, the, 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 it's for me, the impressive thing. Every, every physique has its... What's beautiful about bodybuilding is that every physique has, has a certain look and strength to itself. But the thing that and shocks me about... The thing that shocks me about Ian to kiss his ass some more while he's not actually listening is for a big guy, when he turns to the side, his waist right. kind of dis... His waist yeah. disappears. Yeah. I'm like... From the front, it's, it's like normal. It's not like... It, but it, disappears yeah 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 Jamie, like, I think just... something like this shows like when you have someone like hassan who is really big but then you yeah. see structure size different of me staying next to hassan yeah 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 that's what i'm talking about you know so you know what that's a perfect example ian because like if you showed me a picture of hassan and he showed me a picture of you and said who's gonna win I'd be, like, more muscular. Absolutely. I'd, be like, I'd be like hassan's gonna win and then sure. but, but i put you next to him and i'm like there's no fucking comparison yeah. that's, like that's, me, why. That's, like, that's the same with me not, not, with raf 
Yeah. Yeah. This what I'm saying. To look at. This well, is what I'm saying. I think it's going to happen between Nick and Justin. Mm. I think Nick, when he stood on his own and against other amateurs, looks wacky. I think when you put him next to Akim and you put him next to Justin, now he doesn't look as I can see that crazy huge. You know. Do you know what the difference that's, is? That's Let me just say something. Thing. And I know this is why it works for Ian as well. You, you're going to see who picks the heavy stuff off off the floor. What do you yeah? mean? Well, like the density of their muscle. A, a yeah, the, the areas of the body that people, the ones that do, bend over with the barbell or pick up the bar off the floor, there's going to be parts of their body that just have development that you're just not going to see on other guys. And um, that that development in those areas shines when you just turn around and face the rear and everyone sees it. You know, the, the posterior right. chain, if the posterior chain is fully developed, that's what sets apart people, I feel. This is my, my final assessment is... Um, Nick, Justin, sorry, not Nick, Akeem, Justin, Nick. I, I agree with that. Yeah. I think Justin, Akeem, Nick. Yeah, so. I got faith in Akeem for this, for some reason. I think he's just going to, this is going to be his breakout show he's where he's like. He's fuck, so we should have, because he is, uh, he's at least well due to win. Yeah. I just I don't know. Like, Justin, Justin with AJ right now is making like leaps and bounds every single day. Yeah. I think he'll Justin's be very, very, very difficult to beat. Justin should have done the Cali. He would, I'm putting yeah. that one out. I'm putting put that one out there. You think he would have beat? You think he would have Antoine at that show? I think so. Yes. Yeah. He should. It's one week later. He should have just flown to Vegas and done that and got it out of the way. I, I wonder, wonder why they took a break. Antoine, I wonder. Go ahead. I wonder if he would have beat Antoine because Antoine was a lot better at the Cali. He was a lot better, but I mean, you're talking about like going from seventh to second, you know? Hmm. Where yeah. Max was Max was fifth in in New York, and they were pretty close in in. Oh, I see what you're yeah. saying. So he only yeah. jumped. He jumped. Second place. Yeah, yeah. He didn't yeah. have to make the same jump. Didn't have to make the jumping same. another three yeah. spots here, which I don't think he quite did. You know. Yeah, I yeah. see what you're saying. And, and and Justin, a lot of people had Justin winning the week before, right? They were like, yeah. yeah. All right, you guys want to do a few questions before we go? Yeah. All right. Free. Uh, I'm going to the bathroom. I'll be back. You always say to go to failure. Do you do periods in which you reach always technical failure and others in which you don't or just go to every time to failure? This is interesting because you're, again, your podcast with Jordan because there's yeah. failure interpretations, isn't there? There's the beyond. Well, I like uh, I, I like just failure, failure, like my own failure and where I just have yeah. to put the bar down. I don't I like, like to go beyond. I like uh, JP's definition of failure, the best of anybody that's ever what was his definition? I didn't see it. It was very simple. He just said, when I can't do another rep. That's failure. Yeah, and that's how I like it. Yeah. That's how I do that, yeah. And then he's like, if I'm doing like a drop set or a rest pause or four reps with a partner, he, call, he calls that beyond failure. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so it's easily defined. So um, I, don't, I don't preach going to failure on every set for this person that's asking. I preach, I go to failure on the last set, maybe the last two sets. Before that, mm -hmm. I, I could call it a working set where it's like, 80% to failure or 90% to failure, but I'm only going to failure on one or two sets. Yeah. I, I go to failure on all my working sets, like sets that are allocated as working sets. That's my goal. Same, same, same. Okay. So I have, so this is maybe a little bit confusing for people because sometimes I don't know how to explain it. So if I have four, let's say I have four sets of like a, a flat bench, right? Yeah. My first set is a warm up. Would you count these? Would you write on yeah. four sets then? I would write four sets. Oh, I, I don't. That's where we, we, we would write it down. I would yeah, write I don't mind them. 
I would write two sets and, and, and that would be my two working sets. And then whatever, if I take one or 30 warmups to get to those two sets, it's irrelevant. You know? But if I, yes. but, if I but just to know, like for clients, if I'm writing them down, I usually write warm up. Like I don't write like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? So on my, on my training plans for my clients, I write only work sets are listed, warm yeah. up at your own pace. Yes. Okay. Okay. That's okay. What I mean. yeah. So, but what I, what I was trying to get at was just naming the sets. So the first set would be a warm up set. The second set would be a feeder set. The third set would be a working set. And the fourth set would be a failure set. Yes, the second working set. Failure. Oh, work. Yeah, I, the last two would be working sets for me. So your failure. Well, but... So wait a minute. So your failure set and your working set are the same. So I go. Doing two. Well, I go a working set as my, in your instance, the what third I'm at, set. What I'm, what I'm and asking. Then I, and then I would have a back off set would be the fourth. Wait a minute. What I'm asking is. Can a set be a working set if it's not to failure? Yeah. Because that's what you I counted. Like, because sometimes my 80% or 90% set, I count that as a working set. Like, if I do 315 for 10, to me, that's a working set. Yeah. The thing is, if your overall volume in your workout is slightly higher than other people, then there is a, you, there is a merit to still calling certain things working set. The cumulative stress. Yes. Right, but I wouldn't do the three fifteen for ten. I'd do the three fifteen for maybe four or five, and then put it. No, down no, no. I, I know, but, that, but then, but then that. No, no, but then that goes to different training styles, right? Like if you were doing it, if you were doing a JP training style, you would only do three fifteen. No, like, I, I go, I go traditional DC approach, like warm ups, feeders. I know, but what I'm saying is, like, if I was going to do three fifteen for three or four. I wouldn't call it a working set. It would just be called a feeder set. Yeah, it's because you're yeah. doing ten. You do. Yeah. Because I'm doing ten. It's, yeah. called, it's called a working set, but it's not a failure set because I could probably do 15 if I went to failure. You're, yeah, you're, you're leaving some in reserve so that you can do another For the last set. one, yeah, yeah. I don't have any of those sets in. Okay, I either okay. have a feeder set or I have a, a failure set. set. Okay, okay, that makes sense. What about you, uh, 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 Ian, are you the same? You have feeder and failure? Yeah, so I would have like all my sub-maximal sets, as many as it takes. Like say I'm doing incline bench if I do you know, one plate for a couple, two plates, three plates. Uh, you know, I, do, I might do four plates for like a single or a double. And then I save my four and a quarter is my first working set. I would do that till absolute failure. Uh, and then if I do a back off set or even try and do a second set with that, or, you know, working with Patrick, say I might do my first set as like my maximum load, like heavy set. And then my second set, it might be a cluster set or a rest pause or something like that. Very good beyond it's, failure. Yeah. It's still beyond failure. But my first, first working set is to failure. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I like that. You know, Sometimes I feel like I'm doing too much volume by doing the working sets. Yeah. Instead, I should just do feeder and failure. I got, cool. a, lot, I got a lot stronger when I cut out those fluff sets. Yeah. Well, that's what I noticed when I did, like, I call, I call it JP style, but really it's exactly what you're describing. On my last leg workout, that's exactly that's what I... Let me show you guys. You know what? Since I can actually show you guys. I feel quick. like Ford, you are the, per, you're the ultimate like, connoisseur of training styles. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, oh, what's look at that what are, we, what are we looking at right here this is the uh, 33,000 views on that nice can, can you just have this as the thumbnail of the podcast yeah, from now on yeah can we just look at my nice four year progress there too while we're I don't know there? why I just didn't click the profile that was a very good four year progress by the way I like Thank you. so where the fuck did I put it here this is exactly what I'm talking about so this is what it looks like so on the pendulum squat for example these oh, are you never answered. You never replied to me when you you said what's a good number on a pendulum, and I said, "Oh, you said two twenty-five or something like that." Okay, and then you, you just ignored me. Yeah, because I got because I got there. I got there. Okay, so I, these two are warm-ups. 
I just did yeah. them I, just to get myself. And then these are all feeders, five, five, three, yeah, three, three. three. Yeah. And, then, and, then, and then this was failure. Yeah. 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 Exactly. yeah. So this is what I call JP training style, but obviously. That is, that is, that's literally it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's DC, it's DC, but yeah. It's all, it's all kind of very similar, yeah. It's the same intensification. Same principle. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, dog crap was what he got his methods from and then just made some modifications. Yeah, JP started with DC and then he... He modified, modified dog crap, yes. And then and I feel like Patrick did a similar thing, right? It's a lot. Some of it's DC principle, like foundation-based stuff, and then it goes into... He's taken the cluster sets and the, the other things, you know? Yeah, I did it once. Just got a reply to a message. Just I like this. Uh, I like this training style a lot better, man. It felt really, really good to do this. Yeah, I just. It's, I think it's like what you said, Ben. I need to adjust my training so that I don't get hurt. Like I might need to do a volume exercise first and then do this. Yeah, uh, we'd always like Luke and I would always do that. We'd pick one or two. And if it was legs, you know, we might. There might be. We do. Leg uh, hamstring curl, leg extension, and adductors as our warm up sets yeah, yeah. first, and then we go start going either leg press and squatting, hack squatting, whatever. So it's a little bit later, but that's because because there's so many. Joints. You got everything warmed up and that, moved around. Yeah, right, yeah. You know, like I I separate quads and hamstrings. But my quad day, I do my adductors, abductors, do my quad extensions, then I would leg press, and then I would squat. Yeah, it's exactly yeah. the same. It's easy. Yeah, it's almost identical to what we did. Yeah. I was doing that when I was prepping. It, it actually felt really good. I would do. Lying leg curls, leg extensions, and then like a, there's a machine kickback that I was using. Yeah. And kind of get everything really warmed up. Just do 10 reps of everything. Yeah. yeah. And then I would go squat. Yeah. I mean, I, sometimes Luke and I would actually take the smaller, like, I remember we would do rest pauses on the doctors and sometimes we'd do a couple. Yeah, we'd do a couple of, so we, we'd still turn them into heavy hard sets, but you're talking about isolation movements that aren't as taxing. I take my adductors, my abductors, my extensions, even if they're my primary movements, I take them to failure. Yeah, yeah. So and you still, you, you can still take the hack squat and whatever for a ride because now you're, you're good to go. Yeah. It, it doesn't seem as taxing in the lower body when you're working those isolation movements. As, uh, and, and I've had a lot less knee issues too by like, you know, having everything good and warmed up and, and lubricated. Yeah. Okay. Uh, when you guys are training for a competition in say a year's time, uh, you have a high calorie muscle building off season followed by your contest prep before a show. How does this differ for say when Ian wins New York and only has a short time until the Olympia is the goal to maintain, or is there sufficient time to build muscle before prepping with lower calories before the Olympia? So long answer, long question short is what do you do in between shows? If you don't have enough time for an off season? Yeah. I mean, this is going to obviously differentiate person to person. I mean, what we've particularly done is get the food high enough that it's optimizing my training 100% that I can still progress within my lifts and be strong and to support the amount of volume that we're progressively increasing, um, but low enough that I'm not gaining excess body fat. Like I'm still, I mean, if you look at my most recent shots, I'm still, I could step on stage at Chicago if I really want to. I was going to say, it's what Patrick did with me. Like I'm what, 12 days post show. I'm only six pounds above stage yeah. weight yeah. and my calories on a training day are double. Yeah. So I'm, yeah, but, I'm, I'm right now, I'm like eight to 10 pounds over stage weight. So I'm like low to mid 260s. Um, yeah, I'm like, I was 263, 265 this like last week. So I kind of sit in that range mm -hmm. and it's, I'm getting stronger every week. My fullness, we're making sure is, is optimized, but I'm not trying to accumulate excess body fat. So I can progress within it in the training, but I'm not like pushing the food up and having to lose body fat again. Do you know what? 
I might I might be a little bit heavier than these boys because that KFC. <laughs> <laughs> so did you? That what you had? You had KFC. Oh, on infinite, I had infinite KFC yesterday. So wait a minute. So just I want to finish this question off real quick. So you guys, no, no, it's okay. I just so so James, this applies to you too because you're doing the Olympia. Well, maybe, maybe whatever. Assuming you're doing the Olympia. So are you guys going to go into a surplus or are you just going to maintain, like try and maintain your calories at like level? You're not, not going to be in a deficit. They just go back to what they were, say, a few weeks back. Uh, and yes, yeah, so you basically just kind of reverse your diet to a few weeks prior to the show. But where they're at a point where they're enough to sustain where you're at, but not, you know, like you said, be in a surplus to well, put on excess. What we're particularly doing right now is we got the food to a point where I kind of got up to like that 265, 267 range. And like my conditioning was good. And now to come down, instead of decreasing food, all we're doing is increasing training output. I got it. I got it. So now my training volume is increasing slightly and that's what is increasing the expenditure. So we're going to the training side. And for those listening, you can do that because you're already in contest shape. Yes. Yeah. Like you don't have body fat to lose. So you can just kind of make. I'm I'm not quite as dry because I'm not on any prep drugs right now. I'm taking like testing. No, no. But I mean like it's, it's different when you're coming down and trying to burn fat versus just trying to keep fat off. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. Do you still water load before a show then cut water a day out? Do you guys do any, do you guys do any water loading? Any of that? I'll make sure that a certain, the value is hit. Yeah. The loss. Uh, yeah, it's I mean, not, that's not excessive. Efficient, but I'm not like pounding it in like a crazy person. Yeah, none of it's two gallon shit. Like, yeah. No. This is a good one. Uh, I have always, I have wi- always kept everything the same as far as my supplements. I think it means gear. Go right, bef- uh, go right before a show. But I have heard some coaches talk about dropping longer acting esters of test before a show claiming it helps be get, bring the, that dry, harder look. Thoughts on this concept? So who wants to go first? Well, with the esters, switching to shorter esters. Well, let's just talk about this because I'll, I'll start. Like before a show, I get rid of most of my injectables. Like most of my injectables, probably my tests usually gets lowered mm-hmm. at three weeks out and usually a week out, I drop all my injectables. Mm. Yeah, so that's usually how my shit works. I tend to just make sure I'm on fast acting things, and that's it, really. Yeah. Okay. So you guys stuff. I've, I've done it both ways. Like in the past, I've done it where I've cut my test farther out, and working with Patrick, I've kept injectables and tests in right till the Wednesday. I mean, you know, it's um, I've done it both ways. I didn't find it was honestly really addressed. Mm, cutting cutting tests like a week out. If you're taking anti-estrogens, it really doesn't do anything, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, if, if you're, you're, you're already cr- yeah, you've already crushed estrogen. So. And and for me, the biggest thing. I'm not usually someone that has a problem with the dryness conditioning. My issue is with fullness. So pulling drugs is usually more of a detriment than an, an addition, you know? Do you leave growth in a little longer than Ian? Well, this is, this is something we have discussed. So we, we kept it in a little later for, we pulled it earlier for Tampa. Obviously it uh-huh. had a negative effect. We kept it in a little uh-huh. later for New York. Uh, and then we've discussed now, obviously going for the Olympia, when we looked back at the best looks was when it was still in. And as we uh-huh. started to lose it, you got a minimal addition in dryness for a significant loss in fullness. Oh, yeah, for the Olympia, we will keep it in right probably till the show. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I've, I've, I've done both too. And I, I agree with Ian, like leaving it in yeah. is far superior because you only get a little bit it, drier. Without if, it. if you're like, if you're like Ian and you struggle to get that full, like, to fill out, right. If you're someone like Phil Heath, I guess Phil stays round and fucking yeah. full 
Yeah, like if you're someone like say you're someone that has to make a weigh-in for classic or you know you're a 212 guy and you know is that something that you could probably take out to help make your weight without pushing the calories down or increasing cardio i'd probably go from that route first um instead of just like pounding t3 or adding in a ton of cardio that's unnecessary that might ruin your look that's probably where i would go first but for me yeah i think it's more of an addition to the fullness and to the look than it's good i've got to to disappear because i've got to go and do the readiness report Oh, that's cool. right. That's right. You said no it. Pleasure, and I'm going to um, catch you guys very soon. Yeah. Okay, James. Right. Thanks for having me. Good rest. Thanks, guys. Okay, man. Bye bye. So, I, I, um, in terms of when I'm coaching people, I always tend to taper their fat burners in, in towards the last because filling out, if you're getting up at around 100, 120 micrograms of clan and your T3s at, I don't know, even, even 50, I know guys run a lot more than yeah. that, but I never go higher than 50. No, but if you, you know, you're going to struggle to start filling out if you're really, and, and once you're a week out, the body fat, that's your body fat, right? Yeah, if you're still trying to get body fat off at seven days out, you're, yeah, you're fucked. You, you fucked up. So yeah. you're like, yeah. 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 I, there's a couple of misconceptions that I think we should touch on. And you guys can tell me if you think they're myths or not, or bad ideas or not. One, I don't think going over 50 micrograms of T3 is a good idea because you're just going to, I notice anytime I even get to 50, you're losing. I, yeah. I lose a fullness look. Like there's a, yeah. it's a shittier look to my muscle. So when I hear guys say they're doing 75 or 100 micrograms, I'm like, you're fucking. I, I never, so, I never go over 25. So no. Sometimes there's a trade-off, right? Sometimes shit happens and you have to implement some extreme sure. measures for periods of time, and that that again that just is a, it's a fuck up, right? Yeah, but you, I would. But I'm rock, saying, like, if if everything's, I, I, I'm I, saying, if everything's going right, though. Yeah, but yeah. as a coach, I think I'd rather have someone in shape and a little less full on stage than out of shape on stage. Do yeah, you know what I mean? I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. If, yeah, yeah, if I'm like, if I'm like, oh fuck, if someone comes to me and we got four weeks right, and, and I'm like, shit, you're not yeah. in shape. Yeah. I'm, I'm doing everything I can to get the body fat off. The maintaining muscle becomes a second priority at that state at that okay. point out if they're, if they're behind. So what we can say then is there's a time and a place for it, but it's not a great idea. And it means you did, means you did something, wrong, you did something yes. wrong somewhere along the way. Okay. Yeah. I, I, had to go, I had to go a little higher with my T3 because I lost that. You know, my, my kidneys, yeah. I, it yeah. sent me back two weeks and I didn't have another show to extend yeah. an aim back. So I had to push some things. I pushed my cardio higher and my T3 went a little higher than I wanted it. Then I would have taken it to, for a two-week period yeah. and then i tied back it off so okay so the other misconception i want to touch on was test uh, and you guys tell me if <sighs> if i'm right or wrong but there was a period of time where everybody used to switch their testosterone from a long acting to a short like usually people at like four weeks six. or six weeks out yeah. would switch to like propanate and along the way i learned that it's actually fucking worse because you might get a little drier with a short acting test but it's you're also going to be not as stable so I felt, so I learned that just having a long acting test and just lowering that a little bit will actually is, is a better suited thing for your hormone. Yeah, I do it the, the other way. I do during prep, I do all my shots every single day. Really? Yeah, that's the only, oh, I, 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 starting 16 weeks out, even in the off season, if I'm doing test E, like even I might just do like 0.25 every day. That's just how I do it. I've always really? done it. Really? Yeah. Wow. So during during I, prep, I would shoot, you know, say a mill of prop with, you know, 50 micro, 50 milligrams of trend with 50 milligrams of Mastron. I would just do it every day. Okay, wait a second. What, what, like a 25 gauge? Uh, I use 23 gauge, one inch or one and a half. Oh, mm. every day? Yeah, what's wrong with that? Oh, I'm such a pussy. I can't fucking stand that. Oh, uh, I don't mind it at all. 
You're like, I don't it's, care. Um, I stick it in my forearm. I don't, I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think you're right, though. And you both are doing the same. You're, you're both doing different methods to achieve the same thing. Which yeah. is people, stable, 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 yeah. stable blood levels. So this yeah. is actually something that's good information that uh, people can as well. For the people that are super-duper anti-estrogen people, especially in the off-season, by minimizing peaks and valleys, you can actually mitigate the need for anti-estrogen support. Your aromatization levels will be lower. So if you're like someone, you're like, oh, I'm just going to shoot my T400 at two cc's once a week versus (laughs) if you, you know, test, you know, test edithate at, you know, 100 milligrams or 150 every Every day. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're going to, you probably can stay off the anti-estrogen. Your estradiol levels will stay a lot more stable. Um, and mm-hmm. for your lipids, for your, you know, internal health, that's going to be a lot more beneficial. So that's a way you can get away from the, the aromatized anti-estrogens, aromatized inhibitors, just by being more consistent with your shots. All right. Let me ask you guys this then. So since we're covering this topic, how do you guys feel about micro I mean, obviously you feel the microdosing is a better way for you, Ian, but how do you feel about the question I want to ask is how do you feel about subcutaneous injections? Cause I hear that's a thing that's becoming more popular now. I think that's really only a thing for guys doing TRT though. Is it like, they're not shooting their like fucking no, trend on EQ sub Q are they? No man. I'm starting to hear people like are doing their shots like sub Q. They use like half, they use like insulin needles to do their shots. Okay, at the end of the day, it's, it's all getting in there, I guess, essentially. And I, I think the science is kind of there that it's probably not a drastic difference. I probably wouldn't do it. It's I mean, supposed to be, it's, I guess the theory behind it is that the response is more blunt and in, in level yeah. instead of higher and more spike. It's going to leach slower, right? Yeah. It's the difference that you can, so I've done this with growth hormone. Yeah. I, when I time insulin. It's a, little more, hormone, it's a little more normal with growth hormone though, right? No, what I'm saying is if I'm going to be trying to intentionally spike someone's IGF-1, you can do it by, timing the growth hormone and your insulin at certain times and if you go intramuscular with the growth hormone yeah well, i'm doing it the opposite way around yeah 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 so a lot of most the conventional ways to do growth hormone subcutaneously yeah. right I do yeah. Intramuscular. yeah well you can do intramuscular the, the traditional way is subcutaneous so yeah yeah but when you do it intramuscular with and then maybe 30 minutes later you're doing insulin you'll find that the peaks the peak they match in, they match, and then that's when you get the spike in IGF-1 naturally, like not naturally, but without taking Inquilex, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you yeah. mimic what in, and that's why Ian probably does intramuscular GH, and then if he, I'm not saying he does use insulin, but if you no, use but, insulin okay, but 15, for, 20 minutes later, that's, that'd be why. Okay, but for GH, that's, uh, I, I think most of us are, are doing that. No, what, what I'm saying is the timing where that, it would, the, the reverse my, happens. My you're, question, you're, my question is not, my question is, is it true? Like, am I wasting, yeah, because if, I take, uh, if I take an insulin needle and I do a shot of fucking test and it goes dude, into I the- For anyone that's done this, how fucking slow is it shooting oil-based injectables through like a 27 to 30 Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Can we just answer one question? Is it wasting my gear? That's all I want to know. No. So wasting still, it, I just think it's not what the difference, the differential is just- It's not the yeah. optimal way to do it. Like, there's fucking much difference okay. putting it under your skin. Well, I mean, like this, like if it, it was, if that was the a way, don't you think that doctors prescribing TRT would just say, "Hey, let's do this subcutaneous because it's going to be less invasive for the." I think, 
I think well, that's no, right. I think Buddy Bear. I think they're giving you and you're shooting it intramuscular. No, no, no but I, I, think think Buddy, I, I think that's where it's coming from, though. I think some doctors are starting to do sub Q oh, TRP. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I was about to say, I think uh, bodybuilders know better than doctors, too. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, what should I ask doctors to get to check in my blood work? Okay. Guys, run down the list real quick. <laughs> this is a big list here. Well, I mean, the, the main ones would be your liver, 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 kidney, cholesterol. Yeah, blood sugar, A1, yeah. like that would be your A1C. You can do your thyroid panel too. Your thyroid panel, free testosterone. My the main ones for me when I'm looking at health are liver, kidney, cholesterol, blood sugar, and liver, my and my thyroid. Yes, I and what, I, I, and what I've learned, what I've learned is urine sample. Yeah, I always yeah. do that. But doesn't that doesn't that doesn't they make you do that when you do kidney? You need that for some kidney values. Yeah. Yeah, you need it, but if you, you just went for a blood like test, you need it. What? Unless you, unless like, cause when I booked in for the blood test, it asked me, do I want to do you? Like, oh, it gave me a, oh, okay. it gave me a kidney test, yeah. but there's like a basic blood only kidney test, and then there's oh, a, okay. a urea sample taken as well. So, yeah, okay. if you, that, have, you do like your C-reactive proteins and stuff like that as well, I mean, that's there's a, a there's a kidney test that you have to ask for. They won't do it automatically, and I suggest all like bigger guys do it. It's called the uh, I think it's cystatin K. Yep. Or cystatin C. Is it cystatin C? C, C yeah. Cystatin C. That apparently is supposed to give you the most accurate kidney reading because guys like us, like when, you're, when you carry more muscle, your creatinine number or your GFR number is not always accurate. So I guess cystatin C is supposed to be the most accurate count of what your, blood, above what your kidneys yep. are doing. Um, and get an EKG once in a while. Yeah, I got. I had a calcium score done. Which you is, had one. I had one. Can I ask you guys? This is this is really weird to me. So I did an angiogram. Mm -hmm. For those of you who don't know what angiogram is, it's where they shoot a dye into your veins and it goes through your heart and they see what arteries are clogged or not. So I did an angiogram probably four years ago, and I had a, I had a forty percent blockage in one of the small arteries that like the doctor's like it doesn't matter. I don't know if arteries don't matter, but he's like it's not dangerous. But I'm always curious how my angiogram could check, could see a 40% blockage. Your EKG didn't. My calcium score, calcium which measures, which measures like blockages, it is. Yeah. is fucking zero. I'm not sure. I'm like, how does that yeah. match up? No, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. I don't know. Um, okay. What bodybuilder has the most chance to be a pro at a different sport? Hypothetically speaking, love the dynamic of the podcast. Keep me coming. Uh, what pro has the best chance of being a, a pro at a different sport? It wasn't Patrick Rock, at a high Rock, level. Anything. When we say Phil Heath, because he's played basketball in college. Basketball, yeah, yeah. Phil, Phil was basketball, and I think Patrick was a decent boxer, right? Patrick. Yeah, Patrick. Oh, Patrick Moore. That's right. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I don't know. Patrick Moore, Phil Heath. I guess both. Anybody else? Who else? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's tons, but... Didn't Dusty play yeah, hockey? Sure. I, yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm sure a lot of bodybuilders pretty high-level, like, college athletic backgrounds, and then... I think a ton of came from track and field backgrounds, because I did, and I hear this, like, this is the most common I see, is, is track and field backgrounds, or football backgrounds. Yeah. Yeah, football is a lot. Oh, I hear that one a lot. What's your favorite meal to cook at home in the off-season? You guys aren't foodies. You're probably like chicken and rice. Oh, fucking no. Salmon. I like salmon. Salmon rice. Ben? Yeah, salmon and rice. Salmon Are you rice. serious? 
Yeah, because like the, the batch from the salmon get into the rice and mix it all together. That's good. I'm like pasta and meat sauce. Fuck that shit. Oh, I'm not a big pasta guy. No? I mean, I, I like it, but it's not like, meh. You know, I don't like ground meats a ton. Really? I survive, I survive on ground meat in the off-season. Although I'm eating a lot of uh, ground bison at the minute, and that's the ground bison with rice is like, easy to Whenever eat. I don't feel like eating ground chicken breast, like I used to buy the trays of chicken breast and grind them up myself. Yeah. Uh, whenever I don't feel like eating ground meat, for some reason, I can just smash, you know, eight, 10 ounces, no problem. Yeah, no, I used to be like that where I just mix it in the rice, but now I find it like really monotonous. I kind of like to separate a little more, so. Huh. Um, what is your opinion of blended protein powders? How often do you recommend doing a four week mini cut when bulking? Those two different questions. Yeah, that's super uh, what is your opinion of blended protein powders? So, what do you mean blended? Like a mixed way? Well, because like some, like some, some, some people do like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like a mixed way. Some people do concentrate, or there's, there's even blends where they'll do like a casein with a. Yeah, with no, I understand. Sorry. I, I know what a mixed protein is. I meant like, did he mean in a blender or like a mixed protein? No, no, I think he means like a blended, like a, a mixed supplement. Sure. I mean, like I would always vouch for an isolate first, but I mean, it's, it, they're fine. Yeah. I mean, if you're, if it's not causing you digestive distress, I don't see a huge issue with it. I feel like it depends on your purpose. If you're looking for performance, you're looking for performance and you want isolate. If you're looking for a re- meal replacement, then a blend is probably good for you. Yeah. Uh, Denise just, polite. She's like, Oh, I need to come up to the kitchen. I'm really sorry. Is it okay? I'm like, it's your, <laughs> fucking ha- it's your house. Do what you want? Fucking. <laughs> um, is it okay to be hungry during the off season? I mean, sure, but that means you have more room for food. Yeah. If you're okay. not growing, you know why. Fuad, I had a dev, uh, discussion with a friend about deadlifts, not stiff leg deadlifts, because he says that deadlifts build the whole back, traps, mid traps, and lat. And in my experience, they don't. I just feel the erectors, low back and lower body working. Would like to hear your opinions on this. Well, you guys are both dead deadlift kings compared to me so why don't you guys tell me every every single person is built differently everyone's anatomical structure is different you can ian and i can do the same movement and i'll feel it somewhere slightly different to him and vice versa you know okay but is there okay i know okay i agree with you 100 percent. but is it just targeted on the on the erectors in my opinion no that's what I'm saying. Like, is it in general when you're talking about a deadlift, it's not going to work just for erectors. Put it this way, I, I've deadlifted what, I think 800 pounds or whatever it is. I can't remember the top of my head, but I've deadlifted a lot of weight, like regularly for years and years and years. Yeah. And I don't have a good back, but I have really good spinal erectors. My most of my most of my back development is in my spinal erectors. Yeah, but that's not so, but that's but that's not a fair I, assessment because that's like saying the Johnny Jackson squats oh, pounds, so squats then, don't but, work because he has small legs. No, well, but what I'm saying is Luke did deadlifts and was doing 800 pounds year in year out, and his back was insane. So what I'm saying is it's an individual response. So you can't like a movement will work for one person. It doesn't mean it's going to work for the next person. Okay, but wait a minute, Ben. When we're giving advice like this on the podcast. There, there is never a definite answer. Like I've had Chris Tuttle on the podcast or like a, a number of coaches, right? And all of them, when they're talking about definite answers, will say there's no definite answer because everybody's different. But when, you're get, when we're on a podcast, we're trying to give a generality. In no, no, I'm, get, I'm, oh, I'm trying to get people to think. I'm not. I don't give him a, a book. <laughs> well, no, because I, 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 I wanted to think, of, I wanted to think, okay, there's other ways to do things. I don't have to do it that way. No, no, no. Because, I agree. Because Fuad does, and it worked for him. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that. 
I'm saying in general, deadlifts work your entire back. For some people, that may not be the case. That's probably right. But I, I think a lot of your listeners fall into the category of it doesn't. Not everything's working for them. Why do you? Because a lot. Because you think more people than less get bet, get full back development from a deadlift. No, I'm, no, you, you're missing what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, there's a lot more amateurs out there than there are pros. Yeah, of course. And there's a lot more amateurs out there which are struggling to develop their back, but they're still doing the hard work and they're still doing the deadlifting and their body's not responding. So I, what my point is, is if you're doing all the hard stuff and you've been doing it progressively for years and years and years, and you didn't get the same development that a top pro did doing a heavy deadlift. But why, but why are you assuming that these people are all deadlifting and aren't, aren't making progress? Where does that come from? I'm not, I'm not I didn't say that. No, it's just giving generalization. Yeah. I'm saying... If this guy, obviously, is having a debate with his friend and one of them feels it and one of them doesn't. Well, the one that doesn't feel it, that movement might not be the movement for you to develop your whole back. Yeah, neither of them are wrong is what he's saying. I, right. Yeah, I agree with that. And you're but, trying to just give a, you're just trying to give one answer. Well, I'm giving an answer like... Do like, squats. I don't feel T-bar rows. If you said to you me... You do. Wait a minute. If you said to me, do squats build legs? I'm going to say yes. I'm not going to say for some people. But I'm going to say they don't for me because they don't relative to what I can squat. Yeah, but you're, you're not the majority. No, okay. But so what, I'm trying, what I'm trying to do is give a macro answer because we have 30,000 people listening. So I want to yes. give a majority, and I, and so, a majority answer, right? Right. You want me to do exactly the same and give the same answer as you then? No, no, no. That's not what I want. I just, so I, I think I'm, that, there, I'm I, there for fulfilling the people that you're not answering, I'm giving them an I just alternative think that, answer. No, I think the answer is more nuanced than just it does for it works back for everybody, or it's not going to work for some people. I think Wait, the, tr- the truth is in the, the middle. Nuance. I gave the nuance answer. No. Okay, let's just move on. <laughs> this kid, <laughs> you're watching this. What did I do? The kid, the kid. Obviously, me and this, me and Ben are having the same disagreement that him and his friend are having. Yeah. All I'm saying is certain exercises work for the majority of people. That's why they're built that way. That's why when you look on a chart and it says deadlifts and it says what body part does it work? And it shows three quarters of the back because that's for most people, that's what it works. So, right, when, when, so when we're speaking in general terms and I, can, look, you guys are just seeing this from a completely different angle. You're both, you're both right. What I'm saying, what I'm saying to is if, if I'm, if I'm speaking to a room of a thousand people and, and the question is, Will deadlifts build my back? Yes or no? I'm going to fucking say yes. Yes, but like how Ben's looking at it is that the kid that is having this discussion is saying that he is not feeling it building his back. He's just in his erectors. So for yes. this specific person, what is the answer? The answer might right. be, hey, let's try something different than deadlifts. It's not building your back. Try a different movement. For that yes. specific I, I, person, and, yes. And, and, and to continue on from Ian, I would start him with a deadlift first. Yes. Mm. Okay, okay, so you're a, new, you're a complete newbie. You've never worked in the gym. How do I build my back? Let's start with deadlifts, barbell rows, dumbbell rows, T-bar rows. We'll start with those. See how you get on for a couple of years. Guess what? My buddy, Jimmy, made crazy. His back's like this wide now. Mine hasn't grown. Okay, okay well, you, need to try, you need to try something different. because We're in agreement. Deadlifting... We're in agreement there. We're in agreement there. I know. I'm clarifying. Yeah. I'm clarifying. Yeah, yeah. We're in agreement there. I don't think anybody should just beat their head against the wall and do an exercise that's not working. But, 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 but what I'm seeing, and as a coach, I'm seeing this, right? I find there are a lot of bodybuilders out there that are married to movements because they see 
Ronnie Coleman squatting and deadlifting. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like a lot of kids out there and I've, I've, I'm coaching a lot of people and like, I see people wanting to adhere to the foundation basic core movements and that's great. But at some point you have to go, maybe not- that's not work. Yeah. Maybe that's not working for me after a certain period of time. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I agree. I, I here's, would agree. With here's you. the answer. Let Ian summarize. In general, the deadlifts build your entire back. Yes. If you're someone that's doing deadlifts and you're not feeling it in your entire back, maybe they're not for you. Try something different. Yeah. I, f- I fucking said that yeah. like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> uh, okay. Do you, take any cons- do you take any consideration of EAA supplementation in your protein intake for the day? No. No. Okay. Because it's not protein. Uh, would you rather be a movie star or a rock star? Movie star. I think rock. I don't know. You know how? You know I how a personality. If I was a rock star, I'd be I, fucking hooked on coke and dead in like a year or so. I did. I was an extra. I was an extra on um, the Justice League. Yeah. Right. Fuck that. It is the days are so savagely long. My sister works for, for the casting agency that does stuff for Netflix. So she casts like on-screen roles that don't like necessarily have lines for Netflix. And like, yeah, yeah I know some of the people, like I know it's a, sometimes can be a shit job. But if you're talking about being Brad Pitt versus being like, you know, a oh, top rock yeah. star, I would take the, the top end movie star for sure. But they're still, they're still doing like, so even if you're Brad Pitt, if you go into, say you're doing a role that's, where you're like 60 years old and you're actually 40, you're going to make up at like 3 a.m. in the morning. Okay, and you think going on tour where you're like every day on a bus, like Wait, wait, wait. I just, wanna, I just have one question. Well, it's like a frat house, right? You're just drinking and boozing and- Yeah, exactly. Singing. When I don't want to do it, I'd fucking kill myself. Wait, can I be The Rock? Yeah. Okay. He's a movie star. You win. That's, that's, all, that's it. That's, it. that's the answer. Be The Rock. Done. <laughs> I'm just trying to piss off Ben. <laughs> A man crush on the rock. I, I swear uh, to God, like and I want to be the rock too. <laughs> I want to be the rock too. See, Ian knows. Just, <laughs> not, just not in a political arena. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Not that. Not that. None of this political nonsense. Um, how to be consistent even in bad situations? The answer I needed the most reasons. What? How to be consistent even in bad situation? The answer I needed the most reasons: not having enough money, family situations like that. I don't think he speaks English. It's like really worded, really weird. He's just saying like, how do I stay consistent when I'm like short on money and like having family? Yeah, issues? yeah, yeah. You just find a way, man. Like, there's always a way. Where there's a will, there's a way. If you're having issues with money, then obviously you need to, you know, adjust your diet and things. You know, to the cheaper foods, getting the bulk jasmine rice, getting the, you know, discount ground beef or chicken or whatever. Um, you know, you need to work around in the best ways you can. Obviously, there's, a, there's have, a bunch of like short dropping videos on YouTube. There's a YouTube, there's a big on the budget. Builder on a budget. There's a YouTube yeah. video on this guy uh, Fuad Abiyad's channel. It's uh, <laughs> meals under three dollars, and that's three dollars Canadian, so it's like a buck American. Uh, go go watch that video. You can make fucking your whole all your meals will be under three bucks for the day. But I, I also have this like with young kids, get a job. Like, didn't Jason Hart go and work in the kitchen so he could get some food? Yeah, and- yeah, yeah. Well, I always, I always used to say that too. People would be like, man, how do you work and compete? And I was like, I found a job that was bodybuilding friendly. Exactly. So like if you work in a factory, they give you a break every two hours usually, even if it's only a 15 minute, you can slam a shake or whatever. And then you have lunch, you can eat a meal, yeah. whatever. So I could always when get I started my- When I started, I worked at like Popeye's at a supplement store. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You know, conducive mm-hmm. to bodybuilding. Or when I was bouncing, they would just put my fucking shakes in the fridge. 
Yeah. And I would just grab a shake and stand at the front door and drink my fucking shake. Like, yeah. just find a thing that's friendly to what you want to do. And as far as your family goes, fuck, man, sometimes they have to suck it up. They don't like it too fucking bad. Yeah. My family didn't like it when I started. And I was like, look, this is what I'm doing, whether you like it or not. So, um, have you ever thought for a second while watching porn, wow, the dude has big legs? <laughs> During porn, I don't think so. I fucking. We're watching. We're watching different porn at this stage. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. I think I might have done that at some point. Uh, really? Unless. It, yeah, I think it was like his calves or something. I was like, I guys are good calves. <laughs> you see some guys that are like crazy peeled because I mean, like they yeah. fucking train and fuck all day, so I mean they get yeah. good shit. But that's about it. <laughs> that's a great question. Also, isn't it just on like? I got a really, I got a really, really good story about that that I can't tell. It's a fucking awesome. I'm sorry, I I know, but I can't tell it. But anyway, okay. Surely, if you're a porn star, you want your legs to be a bit smaller just for relativity. I probably yeah yeah make your shit look bigger. I mean, unless 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 you've got the luxury of like a fucking twelve inch dong, and it doesn't matter. Yeah. This yeah. guy clearly had this situation happen right to him. And oh yeah. Question box. He's like, yeah. this is a good question. <laughs> I gotta know if they do it too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, do you have any fun college memories for the time you were there? Oh, geez. I was hungover most of the time. Man. I was drunk all the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was drunk or hungover. I don't know. What when do you guys talk about being on 40 grams of carbs a day, is that the weight or is it the macros? That's the macros. The macros, right? Yeah, of course. Um, you mentioned previously not competing anymore. Hope you're, I don't want to cover this anymore. Uh, can you go over the health detox supplements, vitamins, minerals you take and why? I have to do a whole video about that. It's actually yeah, a lot. Yeah, that's a big question. Yeah. Uh, what is the toughest workout you remember being put through? Do you guys remember anything like that? Uh, yeah. 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 Go ahead. I did one. I did one that was like a. It was more. It was a strength and conditioning one, and they were teaching us like deadlifting and different ways to develop the deadlift. And we end up doing like pauses halfway up the shin, then pauses at the mid shin. Yeah. And I was off. Fucking wreck off. Yeah. Funny, the hardest one I remember wasn't bodybuilding. It was before when I used to run, and that's the only one that sticks out in my mind. Yeah, I mine was when I played soccer too. I mine wasn't in bodybuilding either. Yeah, we did. I did one. I remember one workout we did, and we did this pretty often, where you'd do a hundred meters full out sprint, and then you'd walk back and the hundred meters and do hundred meters full out sprint. We did that like thirty, thirty five times. Yeah, so like, that was like deadly, you know. We 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 do the same thing, but we go like we do a hundred and then walk three hundred, then we do two hundred, then walk yeah, two hundred, and yeah. we do three hundred, then walk one hundred, and then you work up and then pyramid all the way back down, and that's fucking game yeah. over. You fucked. Yeah, yeah. The worst for me was just a soccer tournament. The first time I I used to play soccer when I was younger, I think I was like thirteen or something like that, or twelve. I don't remember, but I remember playing soccer for like three days straight. It was like two or three games a day. And by the end of the weekend, I remember laying in bed and it felt like my legs were just beat the fuck up. I couldn't move. Yeah. Just destroyed. So, But no, nothing in bodybuilding, though. No. Um, views on a vertical leg press. I feel more than a normal leg press. Yeah, I mean, they're okay. I mean, I, sometimes I feel the groove of them good. I mean, I, I find the bigger you get, the more uncomfortable vertical leg press gets. Yeah. You know, like the bigger you are and the more meat is all squishing together like that. That sounded weird, but you know what I mean? When everything's twisted together like that, you know, it gets a little tougher to get a good range of motion, really feel it. But I definitely enjoy them and feel it good, yeah. 
I, I feel like it's a better hamstring movement than it is yeah. a quad movement. Yeah, I would be there. Yeah, I agree with both of you. But I, the thing I, Ian, I agree with is the bigger I got, the bigger my stomach got. Mm-hmm. Like just bending in half became yeah. like okay. I'm like okay, my back is really fucking bent right now. But but even for me, like stomach aside, just the discomfort of just muscularity being in. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's much more uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Let's see. Don't you get anxious when you think about all the steroids you've done and all the abuse? And do you think you could have done your crazy career without it? No, there's no, no way. There's no way this career would have been possible without it. Yeah. Uh, do you guys get nervous or anxious about all the steroids you've done? I mean, obviously I have times where I think I'm like, shit, you know, like how much time have I taken off my life? And it's a thought I'm sure we've all had, but is this something I focus on daily or that I regret per se? Not necessarily now. You know, it's crazy. I find it like, you know, I know people who are fucking drug addicts. I know people who are fat, fuck, like food addicts. Yeah. And they just abuse their bodies, either whether it's alcohol or drugs or food. Whatever, yeah. And I feel like these people are going to live longer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like, how does that make sense? Because it's over. I have a buddy. This is funny. I have a buddy who's like the ultimate, like, drink all the time, cocaine cowboy on the weekend you know, smoke cigarettes, all this. And he got blood work done once. Um, and his blood work was pristine, like better than better. It was like, everything was mid range. Perfect. But then like, you can run like a cycle of tests and like, fuck your blood levels up. You know, it's like, is it, is it the test itself or is it the size you think Ian? Cause I mean, I'm sure if you've got like a middleweight bodybuilder pumped full of gear, I'm sure his, his blood work would still not be great. Um, you know, like my, mine as I've got bigger, hasn't got worse. Mine's actually improved because I've got smarter, but you know, it's, it's gets more hard to manage for sure. You know? Yeah. My, my, my cycles now are far less than they were when I was trying to get up. Yeah. So I was talking to a coach about one of the ways that I like to diet and one of the things I never considered. So I've always been the kind of person that likes to diet really, really hard and then reward myself like on a, on a, with a cheat meal on Saturday night or something. Right. Yeah. And sometimes the cheat meals are like hardcore. So what he said to me was your system works for getting in shape, but it's also the hardest on the body. What is the, that system of like depletion and then spike in and depletion. It's extreme, and right? it's, it's extreme. So he's like, he's like the, he's like the proper way to do things is to keep things as moderate as possible, even though it's not as exciting or fun or you don't get yeah. to have binge days or whatever he goes what you've done worse than anything is not the steroids it's It's not the size but it's the fluctuation and the extremes from one to another funny you never you never i never thought about that but you know that is probably one of the most direct correlations i can think of things that i've been better with and more consistent with and that have also yielded coincided with improvement in my blood work yeah you know when i was younger yeah, you, like Ben said, uh, you know, when I was younger, obviously I did more silly things because I didn't know as much, um, you know, and you don't have that like realization of mortality that you have as you get older. Um, but I would also like, you know, I'd fucking crush down hard for shows. I'd post show, I'd eat like crazy and bounce up 30 pounds in two days. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and my, my blood work post show, I've never had, I've always had pretty good blood work, but you know, I would see more of a detriment to it then versus when now. I'm very even keel after shows. I usually only come up, you know, 
Like it takes me months to get up 15, 20 pounds versus like in a week, you know, yeah, I stay yeah. on diet. I come down very slowly for shows and I've, I've noticed a big improvement in my overall, you know, mark health markers from that. Why do you, okay. So if you started see, I always attribute my, my philosophies on diet to Chad because the first real coach I had was Chad and Chad's a very extreme yeah. in, in a sense that he'll deplete you really hard. And then he'll give you like a day off to go pig out, eat yeah. whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. So I attribute my philosophies now to that being like what I first learned. If you were that way when you started, what is it that kind of has pulled you back? That's a good question. Um, you know, I, I think it's just me as a person. I've never really got too attached or stuck to any one philosophy. You know, okay. I've worked with a couple of different coaches. Um, you know, it was not one thing I particularly got stuck to. I mean, the first real coach I worked with was Greg. Um, and, you know, you don't really get stuck to like the eating protein pancakes and, and protein pudding, you know, it's not something as a pro bodybuilder you really get attached to. Yeah. Um, and then after that, I worked with Dennis, who was pretty even keel with Matt, who was pretty even keel. So I never had any like, you know, drastic, you know, coaching methods introduced really. I mean, I, I guess the most drastic would have been Greg and that was something that I didn't really get attached to. So do you um, find it, can I ask you, do you find it hard? Cause I know Greg's philosophy is basically like, you don't have to eat chicken and rice and you can eat all these different things. Sure. I've always been curious. Do you find it hard going from like Greg's kind of eat a variety of foods? No, eating don't... Greg's eating Greg. And look, Hey, I'm not going to shit on Greg. Cause I, no, I, no, no. I'm not shitting on him at all. I'm just asking. No, no. Like... Well, I'm, so what I'm saying here, and this is, it's funny because for most people, I actually think it's the opposite. When I worked with Greg eating the fun foods yeah. and like that made me crave food and made it harder for me, not easier. Yeah. I find that too. But when I switched to regular food, I had less cravings during my diet. I had a way easier time. I was less hungry. Um, you know, I found it was a lot easier for me. And I know that's not the case for everyone. I know a lot of people prefer having those like kind of, you know, cool foods to have in that keeps them from eating yeah. and cheating, you know, binging on their diet. Yeah. Uh, for me, it did the complete opposite. Like Melissa yeah. confessed this. When I worked with, with Greg, I was like, I was peeled out of my mind, um, but I was like starving. Like so. Always hungry. looking for something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, man. I was like trying to fucking smoke cigarettes to curb, curb my appetite. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. I was so hungry all the time. And this was doing. When I worked with Greg, man, I did almost zero cardio. So just from the diet, yeah. I was that hungry, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I can attest to that. I can, I can totally attest to, like, having a little bit of sugar, even if it's from fruit. Yeah. And it, and it making you want to have more sugar. And then, yeah. yeah. You know, I thought you, know, I thought you were in the hospital for and I was like, there's that carrot cake. Blah, blah, blah. And I know, because I, I took all my meals with me. Like, Denise woke me up at three, and I had – I bought a bunch of mega fit meals because I knew that once – so I could just – pick them up, put them in a cooler bag and take yeah. 16. I literally took 16 mega fit meals to the hostel with me. Yeah. And they bought Denise a tray of food and there's like a little piece of carrot cake on there. And I was like, ah, I could get away with that. But I knew I, I didn't eat it because I know what I'm like. As soon as I had that one piece, I'm like, ah, all bets are off. Fuck it. You turn yeah. the tap on. You turn the tap on. Yeah. Like, oh, so yeah. I didn't eat it and I haven't come off diet like since. I mean, and, and also, I mean, and, and this is going back to the question about the, you know, where you were saying with your blood work and going up and down, blah, 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 blah. And the effect on, you know, when I worked with Greg post show, because I was so hungry, then when the show was done, I went fucking bananas, you know, yeah, which yeah. like now when you talk to me now, that seems very uncharacteristic of me. You know, I'm a very like stick to the diet, not a foodie, this kind of thing. Then it was a completely different thing because of the foods I was eating that made me want it. So post show then like I went, I would have crazy like weeks where I eat like, Burger King, McDonald's, five, six meals a day, you know? That sounds so good. I mean, it was awesome, but I had like a demon <laughs> in my ankles. I couldn't stand for more than 10 minutes, you know? 
if they ever this make is a, this is therapy for food by the way yeah. what is, <laughs> I'm, I'm learning I'm, I'm trying to learn you're, you're like you're trying to justify like oh what like yeah. you're trying to figure it out I'd be like well it. I'm like Ian did it so fuck it but uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh okay hey, hey man I'm gonna have to wrap it up by the way okay we'll do we'll do one, I, I, one more one more one more, one more? Yeah. okay one more um Let's see. What would you recommend doing the day after? Let's skip that cheat meal stuff. Let's go to something better. Um, will it hurt your physique to... Nope. Don't want to do that one. Is eating ass anabolic? <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. I can't find a good question here to end off the thing with. Okay. I'm just going to flip through and pick one. Ready? Here. Do you slightly bump calories to maintenance once the site's on Chicago? Well, that's not going to count. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. Uh, is it hard to get a pump when dieting and being at low single-digit body fat numbers? It can be harder, but I mean, I think you can, you can change that a lot with like sodium intake, water intake, stuff like that. Okay, wait, I got a better one. Okay. Who, who in the industry would you choose to be your mom and dad? Wow, that's a good question. Well, Fuad's granddad. Yeah. I feel like you're a very dad guy, Fuad. Yeah. I've been getting that a lot lately. This is why he's got father. The higher your beard goes up on your cheeks, the more I feel that. (laughs) I'm not that fucking old. (laughs) Why why am I getting this dad thing more and more lately? I'm actually kind of proud of it. Well, because you have this authority thing now. You know, like you're like a bodybuilding authority. You have the channel that people respect. You know, you, you yeah. people look at you for honesty and good advice. It's a very You're dad. A kind of, like people look to you like they look their father, like for fatherly, like, you know. <laughs> and you have a very soothing voice. You yeah. have a good podcast voice. So it's a it's very the new, It's a new microphone. You see this shit? I got yeah. a new microphone. It's a dad um, voice, you know. All right. All right so who's, who's the mom then? Who's the mom? Oh, who's, a, who's a good mom, babe? I'm having my first female guest. Well, actually, it's not my first female guest. My first female pro guest on her on her by herself because i had melissa on but she was on with ian so i have the first female guest on next week the problem is it's episode who it is i can't tell you who it is the problem is it's episode number 69 (laughs) and i don't want to put a woman on (laughs) episode 69 because people are just going to make dumb jokes the whole time so i gotta i think i gotta switch it and move it to the next maybe make her episode 70 or 60 i don't know who the mom would be though who's a good mom I don't know. Like you get like a fucking Nicole Wilkins mom, kind of like you know. Nicole Wilkins is a good mom. She's mm-hmm. a mom mode, and she's having a baby right now. She's full full tank in the in the oven, you know. There's not really a, an outspoken woman, is there? Denise is a IFBB pro, and she's my son's mom, so I'm picking her. There you she's go. Good, yeah. All right. You know what? We'll wrap it up. I know Ben's got to go, so it's all good. Listen, yeah, guys. Thanks for thanks for coming man. on. I spent a couple hours. I appreciate it. We'll get together next week. Yeah, we'll see you guys. All right, boys. Take it easy. Happy birthday, Fred. Thank you. Thanks, guys.